0: Welcome to episode 189 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Mission Impossible series begins with a double feature, Mission Impossible from 1996 and Mission Impossible 2 from 2000. Welcome everyone in the movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie, and I'm Adam, and we are here for a, a giant an episode. I'm pretty excited about uh, Mission Impossible, the first episode <laughs> dedicated to our, our boy, my boy Tom Cruise. And,
1: and this is weird because this is the only Mission Impossible movie you like, so it, that's why you're so excited to get yeah. it off the plate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, this this has been something. I mean, we again horror listeners, we apologize. We just gave you Indiana Jones. Now we're doing Mish Possible.
2: Hey, man, it's, not it's not nice horror, but
0: you know, we we got some big horror stuff coming up. And uh, again, this, sold out. We, we're <laughs> populous yeah. now. To be honest, like summer season isn't usually the season for horror movies. Like you'll get one or two, but they mm. usually come out before and after, right? We like, did
1: our obscure backwoods horror yeah series <laughs> yeah. uh for for you diehards if you want to go back
0: and yeah this is leading up of course there is a new mission impossible film so we we thought you know what better time than now and i just picked all these up in 4k so i've been kind of excited to uh revisit them and mm-hmm. have, have you guys
2: checked them out recently or has it been i watched it actually at the start of the pandemic i kind of uh popped it on i, I skipped part two for i don't want to give anything <laughs> away but like i just watched uh because I bit up, picked them out on blue. Like, all right, man. It was Thanksgiving. I had a turkey. I'm like, you know what? We're we'll cook this turkey. I'm just going to watch Mission Impossible all day. That it was sounds the great. the fucking best Thanksgiving I've ever had.
1: I, I'm pretty close to, uh, like, when I would first seen 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, I yeah, don't didn't know. Didn't you only
0: watch them when the last one came out, right? Or?
1: Uh, yeah. When fa- uh, like no. fall Fallout out came. came out, I, I, I thought, well, maybe I should catch up because... You guys had talked about him a lot, but they just kind of like, oh, they're they're really good. Like nobody had. It is fucking I hadn't heard insane that
2: 1996. He's been playing Ethan Hunt for what, like, 27 years? Like that's, that's I think, chaos. I think
0: 1996.
3: Yes. Yeah. Sorry. yeah okay. You're years. right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I
0: thought your math was off. Yeah,
1: but fine. by the by the time it's over, it'll be like 30 years. Yeah. So it's
0: got, I wonder if that's a record. Like uh, we know we've had Bond, but that's different actors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, For the long... and he's still like. Apparently, this part two thing is now they're announcing it's not going to be. Maybe Connery.
1: No, Connery doing he came this back twenty, after. 20 years. Yeah. That would be only twenty years. That's the yeah. thing. Like you think, oh wow, well, uh, he was may, an old man. then.
2: Maybe Harrison Ford doing Indiana Jones, but even that's like, I guess maybe. Yeah, that's more. Yeah,
0: I yeah. guess we should mention too. This is a first for the Maniacs. We are actually going to cover two movies on one episode.
1: Yeah, so we're doing Mission Impossible and Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, I've never seen Mission. Mich- so again, Mission Impossible <laughs> Two, I've seen. Yeah, kind but it, of. But it was
2: called The Taurus when you saw it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've never seen it in a sitting. I've just seen it on TV. Yeah,
2: and the Metallica music videos. And, I think uh, <laughs> the
1: first time actually, I, I it came on TV. The opening section uh, happened, and like he throws the glasses screen.
2: Like, Limp Bizkit pops on, and, and kind I was of like, th- nah. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I just turned. I just flipped the channel. I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Uh, Were
0: you not? Are you not a John Woo fan? Were you not a John Woo fan?
1: No, I I, I guess kind of uh, a John Woo. Fan. Like I like Face Off.
0: Yeah, Hard Target. What? But what, what about his early stuff? The Killer. Um, yeah. Hard so I, I've
1: never. No. No. I've never. Like. Yeah. I've never really. Better tomorrow. I guess. I've never seen any of those. Okay. So, the but the Hollywood stuff. I wasn't like against him doing it, but. Mm. I was kind of against like the whole vibe of this, the Oakley glasses, yeah. everything about it. It, it.
2: it reeks of like that weird macho posturing of like the late nineties, early two thousand sevens, like where like everything kind of sucked. Like Limp Biscuit was big, Woodstock ninety nine. Like th- 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 the reason that I kind of hate the late nineties yeah. is because of this kind of bullshit. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it, it it feels like new metal. The movie, yeah. like uh, in a lot of ways, uh, but, but it was interesting watching it because the plot. When I had flipped it on, it had never even like occurred to me what it is. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be interested to talk about yeah. it uh, when we when we get there. The first one I had seen uh, several a, times, a million times. Uh, you know, I still have the VHS copy hanging out of my basement, uh, but I had not probably seen it in oh, I don't know tw- twenty years. Maybe, oh, really? So mm. uh, this is kind of like mm. the four, five, and six are very fresh, and one, yeah. two, three. Not I haven't so. I haven't seen three since uh, it, it was. First came out Ooh. on video, so yeah.
2: I'm excited to hear what you think about three.
0: Cool, well, um, yeah, I guess before we jump into you know some Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Goodness, uh, anything you guys been watching lately?
1: Uh, what why I start? We we talked about um, we're doing a slash, we're, we're 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 doing two series coming up, one is a 2007 series, I'll get to that in a second, yeah, and the other is a slasher series. So I thought, you know what. Uh, Why don't I watch a a kind of modern slasher? I think, Maddie, you might have talked about this the other week. Was it
2: Scar 3D?
1: Club (laughs) Dread. Oh, cool. From 2004. These are from the Broken Lizard guys. Mm -hmm. I've always liked super, uh, Super Troopers. Yep. Beer fest, not so much. And I've never checked this one out. I'm, I love Bill Paxton, and Bill Paxton as kind of like Makes a the movie this, a Jimmy Buffett uh, character,
2: and like um, a, a career that has so many defining roles. This is up there with like one of the best, I think, for Bill Paxton. I might,
0: yeah, I'm trying to think if it's my favorite Bill Paxton role. Uh, aliens, maybe? like I think he's great yeah. in Frailty. Yeah, but I'm talking the most fun Bill Paxton.
1: Uh, I would probably go with uh, Near Dark.
0: Yeah, he's, he's really good in Near good. Dark too. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely would go near dark over this. The problem I have with this is, while he's great in it, he's barely in the goddamn movie, and he definitely feels like an add-on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he owns this this place, so it basically takes place in this island uh, resort, beach resort that this guy that's Jimmy Buffett basically uh, <laughs> character, and he's he's got all these you know young people looking to party and mm-hmm. have fun. A bunch fun.
2: of co-ads partying, man.
1: And then it opens up, and it, it's a it's a slasher. It's just like a pure slasher. It opens up with a kill. I fucking hate everything else about this oh, movie. Oh, yeah? All the other people, I, the jokes, none of them land when he's hmm. off screen for me. It's it, it's so weird, because when he's there and he's talking to his like sidekick guy, it's like, I like this movie. And then when I have all the other elements, not I so really much. do not like this movie at all. The Broken hmm. Lizard guys are just... Horrendous in this, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's it just like, I, I think, I don't know. You, you n- There's no thought into the, the humor at all. I don't think it's poorly directed, actually. I think Jay.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, it's actually, yeah, it's, it's a well made Sasha. <laughs> that, that was kind of offensive. <laughs> I was trying to say his name, but like, I kind of said it in a weird app flag. I, uh, I,
1: I like how you <laughs> just like dove right into it. Ah, I don't know how to say his name, which I, is his name, uh, Chan. Dra Saker.
2: Okay, no, no, no one knows his name, right? Yeah. Uh
1: but yeah, that was that. Like Kyle's loving this because usually this is a Kyle moment. See, uh, so, so uh, well, <laughs> I, I respect that you just you you, you went.
2: I, I thought I had it. You were going
1: there, and you were like, well.
2: Yeah, you know what? Let's let's steer into this curve right off the yeah. right off the cliff, baby. It
0: what was, about what about the Pac Man scene? You didn't find that funny? That's yeah,
2: kind of interesting. R- re- really.
0: And I think the slasher elements are kind of like it. It actually works pretty well as a slasher. Yeah, film. Yeah, I th-
1: I think actually, um, what I was going to say is the direct direction of the movie I I find is is quite good. It 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 has a lot of the slasher elements. I, I feel like it does ha- set up these set pieces. I just find the humor is. Does not r- register with what, me whatsoever. What's the whatsoever. dick from
0: uh, Freaks and Geeks and stuff? He was kind of funny in it. Oh, Sam Levine yeah. is oh, yeah. kind of funny in this. Yeah.
1: But even like eventually, like his his stuff, it almost like wants to be like uh, Joe Flaherty and uh, Happy Gilmore when he mm-hmm. keeps yelling at at at, uh, at uh, Happy the whole time and 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 saying the same thing over and over mm. again. Another Freaks and Geeks guy. This does, It almost is the kind of same joke over and over again, but it was never that good of a joke to begin with. But I, I love Sam, Sam Levine, which should yeah. be in more stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a five, I oh, think. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh I, I don't think I would revisit this out, outside of... Is there a super clip online of just Bill Paxson? Maybe I could... maybe, maybe I think you can find TV the songs
0: show. online for sure. I, I put them on uh, Spotify If, all if the I time. got a
1: super clip... Uh, could I just watch that on Shocktober and count as a, a half episode, maybe, or no. an episode? No? <laughs> no? I'd give it to you. <laughs> we're, then we're
0: just going to be making super clips yeah, of like, a great enough. <laughs> movie. It's going to turn into like watching yeah, 20 or... films, 25-minute <laughs> films. Uh, I, I guess I can jump in. Uh, I watched a movie that uh, Adam talked about, um, one of these episodes, one of the mm. past episodes, uh, from 2007, uh, An Oddity... Mr. Brooks. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Starring Kevin Costner, Demi Moore, Dane
1: Cook. Also, you you watched William this Hurt. after we we did the last episode, didn't you? Because mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning and you or um, you had like logged it.
0: Maybe. I was like, I might have finished it. I might I sometimes you were, like I think sometimes I watch it on the way there. I, yeah, it is possible. It? No, it is possible too yeah. I did and just didn't add it.
1: Um, because if you watch it afterwards, we went pretty late. That's why I'm. I'm I do saying.
0: usually go home and put something on, but I usually don't make it too far in. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, this psycho went and watched the whole movie so, after we. we this left? movie. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, it is an awful, awful movie, and it's weird because, like, if you go online, some people think it's a good movie. Like, they're rating it like a good thriller. Yeah. This is total like batshit bad. I don't know how, like, the director must have had, like, videos of Kevin Costner fucking a horse, blackmailing him or something yeah. to get all these, like, actors The only on. one
1: that, that, uh,
0: Dane no. Cook, maybe? Like, no, he, D- Dane Cook He is was to, desperate
1: to t- get in that? T- t- yeah, like, he, I could see why Dane Cook would have done this, yeah. but, uh, no, William Hurt <laughs> is the only one that I feel like understands what type of movie yeah. he's in.
0: So I, I'm going to I'm going to spoil maybe even a little more than you do, because I think, you, like, who cares? The movie's. That's why you're watching, because it's just so stupid. I just I just want to go, so Kevin Costner, is he just wins Best Man of the Year. He's a serial killer. Now, and he has William Hurt is his, like... Alter ego. Alter, he's always talking to William Hurt. He's personality. He's kind of like the devil on his shoulder, but he doesn't, I guess, have an angel. Uh, maybe he's, Kevin Costner, is kind of like the one trying to reason. <laughs> and <laughs> the, William Hurt's the one the darkness encouraging him. him to do the, the kills. So he's going around killing people. You got, like, you got Kevin Costner murdering people and going... Oh, like kind of like <laughs> orgasming them as he's killing them. And then like he's stripped naked. He's burning the, all the evidence and, uh, and he's trying to keep the pictures. William Hurt's not going to have that. Dane Cook uh, sees one of the murders and he, he comes and lets him know and is he going to blackmail? He's going to blackmail him, but he's going to blackmail him. He wants to come along and do some of the murders with him. You also yeah. have... Kevin Costner's daughter, spoiler, like, who cares? She might be a serial killer, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> on top of it, there's other serial killers that Demi Moore is also trying to track. <laughs> and they're, like, coming and attacking her, and there's crazy action scenes where she's going flying 30 feet out of the van. Is this just, like, the John Wick instead of assassins are
2: serial killers? <laughs> I don't... This movie, it is insane. Like, and, in like, the they're conversations... Not, I don't, I don't and, think
1: they're even serial killers. So it's not, like, even a pattern with Demi Moore. They're just, they've killed people, but... They're, like, just criminals. Yeah. Like, they murder people, but it's it's out of uh, their crimes, and now they're after Demi Moore because she sent them to prison. It's a whole other subplot. I, and then there's huh. stuff with her and her ex-husband, because she's rich, Yeah, and he's trying to get the money,
0: and there's all this. It is just, like, keeps on throwing shit at you, and you're just... He's going and fucking, like, pretending he's disappearing in the middle of the night, and he's just telling his wife he's working on, like, pottery or some shit. I'm really trying to get that... Uh, that whatever some yellow color or something, <laughs> it, trying to make up why he's been gone for from two a.m. to you know six a.m. in the morning or whatever.
1: And his wife, she's from like uh, CSI or yeah, whatever, yeah. and she's the terrible at it too. Like, also is completely clueless to what the movie is. I just love Costner trying to like actually make this a real movie. Yeah. It's just,
0: it, it's just, yeah, it's just such an oddity. like I was entertained. But it's a terrible movie. Again, you're gonna enjoy the same way you would enjoy like a crazy fat out of the Lord Death <laughs> Nurse kind of thing. Like, um, but if like this had a big budget, like twenty million dollar, I guess not a huge budget, yeah. but still twenty million. million. And it's star studded. The best like, thing is too; they were crazy. planning on All doing. All the
1: stars are kind of on their way down.
0: Yeah. Well, and the daughter is is someone too. Who's it's, she? Daniel. Uh, Pana- Daniel Pana- Pana-Baker. Panabaker. She's done stuff.
1: I think she's also like probably had had seen her star rise as a teen bopper yeah. and, and kind of gone down. I thought down.
0: she's still doing, like, TV or something, but I'm not... Yeah, like, yeah. these people are still yeah.
1: doing things. Carsler's career's been saved by that TV show.
0: Yeah,
1: Demi Moore is just in a bunch of stuff nobody watches for the last 15 years, mm-hmm. pretty much.
0: Oh, that's other, too. She also comes back and she's pregnant as well, and they're talking about abortion, but he wants to keep... Th-
2: Again, oh, I don't, yeah. really, I don't know what's wait, wait, The wait. Daughter, the
0: daughter, um, not Demi Moore. Could, did he do
2: like he's a pro lifer? Was that his like stance? But he's a serial killer. But
0: then there's like this insane shit at the end, like this ending. But then it's not. It's like a shock bullshit mm. The best part is I started reading up. I guess this he had plans and was is still hoping to do the sequels. It was, did you read about this? No. It was supposed to be the trilogy. So the second film was going to be these criminals take the family hostage, not realizing who they fucked with, and it's Kevin Costner' and his daughter killing all the people, <laughs> and then the third film is they're like doing murders together but she's getting too much into it so kevin costner
2: realizes he he has to he has to be the responsible dad and kind of quash this a little bit well he has to kill his
1: daughter and that's how it would have ended like they've they've, it's kind of like it's insane like even more obnoxiously crazy dexter
2: okay dexter
1: was never a subtle show no but
0: and like you said like this is taken pretty seriously. Like if you, oh yeah, there's people. I guess like I was talking. They're like, oh yeah, my mom really likes a movie, but she sees it as like a serious thriller. And even Letterboxd, there's people <laughs> that like are rating it like a serious. It is a fairly
1: decent rating on. It's over three. Yeah, oh,
2: that's amazing.
0: But I just I can't believe like I'm like, did I watch a different fucking movie? Like I gave it like, five
1: or five point five, or I think I did, but mainly because of like the oddity factor was It is, so it high. is like... It, I never was bored. It's
0: never boring, yeah. yeah like, I I kind of want to pick it up on Blu-ray. Like, I'm not going to give it... I'm going to still go... Like, I'm the same way. I'm going to probably go maybe like a six. I'm the same mm. way, 5.56.
1: Like, I'll never it's, watch it's, it again, guaranteed. Oh, see, I, I, def, I definitely yeah.
0: would. But again, I'm, I'm a fan of the bad movie. so... Like, because um, na- the
1: second time watching it, there would be no, like... What I'm,
0: the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Surprise of like, yeah. holy shit, they're doing what, this what, and this. What, like, Every choice really? they make, it's like, that is a choice, man. That is a choice <laughs> Yeah, it, it's insane. Um, I, I recommend it. Two thousand seven.
2: Speaking of insanity, I watched a movie based on your recommendation, criminally insane, aka Big Fat <laughs> Ethel Baby. This movie is fucking insane. It's not. It, it's gritty. It's like watching a toilet flush over and over. <laughs> <laughs> it is so gritty, but it's not like funny. But it's about this rotund lady who just wants to eat and everyone that stops her from eating she, she murders <laughs> and like it should be a comedy you figure like okay oh there's definitely like a, dark
0: comedy they're just like it, she's it, in on it it. it it
2: is subtle like if there's comedy it's not like done for like oh, it's no microwave massacre where it's like played for laughs like well, nothing's a, yeah, played it's for it's laughs not,
0: I, think, I think they knew though what they're making yeah like I don't think they took it really seriously like there's yeah. definitely well, the scenes. movie's called
2: Crazy Fat Apple yeah. but yeah. as a movie called Fingers, Light, I thought it'd be like okay there's like a slapstick comedy about this girl was, like oh no I'm gonna eat that have pie, and then she like chops off someone's I, head. Like, I think it no, would it, be bad if they did that, right? Yeah, like, it is. Those, it, those it, are movies that are hard to pull off. It is not. It is pretty much like. Um, Henry, but with like a really fat girl who's like to eat people. It's such a weird And then the director
0: movie. gets kind of artsy, doesn't he? Like at yeah. the end, he starts doing shit with like where he's should, draining the ne- the negative, like the yeah, color out of yeah. the uh, negative.
2: Taking take, like, like a hatchet to like a mannequin. And then and it
0: will and, go into like these weird, yeah, like sequences where he's trying to do artsy shit, but it's like, no, you're not. You yeah, can't. like is,
2: You're making crazy fat The, the, the movie is <laughs> chaos. And I, I don't know if, if, if I hated or loved it. It's gritty. I, I, at times, it just moves at a snail's pace, but like... You kind of dig it in a weird way. I yeah, I, give, I, yeah. Like I don't think it's ever really boring. I, I, I'm though. going like, to give it like like six point five because I'm excited about seeing the sequels and like going into the Big Fat Ethel universe because apparently <laughs> this movie spawned, as you said, like like four or five different uh, movies. It, it's so, definitely uh, better I, I, than the Marvel universe. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We had to take a vote. Hey, are you DC thing, or like, Marvel universe? Like no, no baby, fat Crazy, Big but. Fat <laughs> Ethel. That's the thing.
0: If you think this film is bad, like the sequels, this is the film that they. Had, remember this is a film that they kind of had a budget where he reuses this whole movie like 20 minutes of this movie inside every other movie cuz <laughs> they have even less for a budget that's, so crazy. that's like
2: <laughs> you feel dirty watching it too cuz yeah. like she has a sister and she, her sister's boyfriend is putting her on the stroll like abusing her and like all right now go go make me some money and like like, but it never oh, feels like it's. It, I don't know. I did never feels real. The way that you feel dirty watching like like a Abel Ferrara movie. Like you feel dirty watching See, this. Yeah, I, I disagree.
0: I feel like it feels so like stupid and like the o- director's the not top. in the real world. That like yeah. I don't because because there's a scene where that's a, uh, the scene I think I <laughs> talked about where he like beats her. Yeah, and then she's like. I, and what, what, do you, what do you? do uh, you do? Know,
3: you
0: I forget what it was like she doesn't want to go back to him, and then yeah. she's like, "You just need a good beating to put you in place." And she's like, "Yeah, you're right." And then they start making out. <laughs> yeah, like it, d- 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 it makes insane. no sense. Like that's I mean, like it's never played like this. Abuse is like real women abuse. Like yeah, I don't know. Th- yeah. Yeah, I'm excited if you check out. I think the sequels start going a little bit more into the silly side. So
2: it's not going to make my top 100 slashers?
0: Well, if you didn't like this one, the other ones won't. Again, I think this film's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: So I I go into 2007 uh, as we're getting close to our 2007 series, which we're basically a month away uh, from unveiling, um, and we're going to do a horror uh, top 10, and we're going to do a all- Movie, everything top 10. Uh, so I watched Grindhouse, which Maddie and Kyle had already covered. Uh, yeah. Is this, this your first time seeing this cut? This is the first time I'd seen both oh, of the okay. movies by themselves. And uh, had
0: you seen all the trailers by themselves or no?
1: I'd seen all oh, the trailers okay. by themselves as well. So I, I've, I'd have i seen this in broken up pieces. Yeah. And, and you guys were r- really arguing for this to be like the essential... Version of of these these <laughs> two movies, and honestly, when it gets into the first trailers and Planet Terror is is going, I'm coming around to that thought. It, it, they just seem so perfectly aligned those those two. I think Planet Terror works much better in this context than it does as a Outside. standalone. Um, and, and yeah, like the, the trailers, I agree with Kyle. I, I'm not a fan of the zombie Rob Zombie one, but all the other ones are, are
2: fantastic. Mm.
1: The, the Edgar Wright don't it's one. It's so good. Uh, is so, so Thanksgiving.
2: good. Thanksgiving. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Which I guess. That's, they're making a movie. It's making, like, like
2: they're filming it here. Like in, I'd
1: love to see Edgar Wright's don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, where I di- start to disagree is, is Death Proof. So I'd seen Death Proof fairly recently. I think the cuts they make in for this reason to make this work actually diminish the 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 feeling I got about that and the tension I got from Death Proof. This one does feel it it still works, but it feels like a different kind of vibe. You get less kind of terror I find mm. from Kurt Russell's character. Um and and I just don't think they build him up. They they cut out. I think it's like 13 minutes in the bar scene. In the bar
2: scene. Oh, I was curious about that. Like I, I thought that that this was like the movie. I didn't know they added. I, I don't more. think
1: a lot of that's Kurt Russell, is it? Yeah, it's all Kurt Russell. Hmm. Um, so there's there's an actual lap dance in that one. Uh, mm-hmm. that that takes a long period of time. There's kind of him also the setup of how he starts following them is all taken out of Death Proof as as well. I then started, you know. So um, I started. I'm, I like this version,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, even though this version is like it's a it's a day, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's three hours long. It's it's like a, a real big undertaking, um, and uh, I, so I'm going to give it an eight, but I, I still think Death Proof works. I like I. Better. prefer it outside of this movie, where I prefer Planet Terror in there. And then I started thinking, like, how, what did Tarantino, what was the actual purpose of this? And when we made Death Proof and Planet Terror, we made Grindhouse. But they, they are three separate movies. Death Proof and Planet Terror were meant to stand alone. But when we put them together for Grindhouse, we had to make them work together as one evening experience, which... Yeah. Aside, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they do. I think he he moves it closer mm-hmm. to Planet Terror. And I think Planet Terror actually works better as a just like pure kind of splatter Yeah. Flick. Um uh, yeah, and he talks about in in the case of Death Proofs, in the opening scene, you meet all the girls and they all talk and everything. You have to remember in the opening scene there's just five minutes that's just five minutes into the movie and we can take take time and let the dialogue play out. In the case of Grindhouse, that's not five minutes into the movie, that's 95 minutes into the movie. You don't have the patience to let the jokes play. Um, So he had to shorten a lot of the dialogue. And I do feel like you don't get the full kind of dialogue Mm. experience. You don't get quite the... Like... I think
0: the problem with that movie is like that movie's already so much dialogue. <laughs> there's a lot, but there's there's a lot of like just talking the women talking about nothing for 20 minutes. Some of it's good, some Did of it's you not so good. There's like
2: a reference to, like someone like massaging uh, who is it? Daryl Hannah's feet in that. Is it
1: Daryl Hannah's feet?
2: Yeah, I thought it was because she was in uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. Do you think that's something like there was something that went on the set? Like, do you think that was him like like winking at like the rumors that was going on at like the yeah. Kill Bill set? Potentially,
1: yeah. I found the dialogue is less. Like joke setup, joke setup, joke setup in Death Proof as a standalone than it is in that. And you also get this, like the lap dance scene and the music and how that plays out and how it's kind of played for fun but also played for. There's like there's some serious kind of tension in that setup as well. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the outside of the the car chase sequence. I think one of the best kind of set it up. Let Tarantino really. Show off his mm. his kind of direction skills, and it doesn't exist at all in uh, in Death Proof. So I I, st- I think there's arguments for for both, both. Really, like I think they're both different experiences.
0: I think it depends if you like Death Proof that much. If you like Death Proof, then more def- Death Proof <laughs> is probably a good thing.
1: I just think Death Proof works as a movie better. Yeah. O- outside of it, um, and and but back to the other question, like they were. They were just put together as a marketing technique, so it's not like they were conceived this way.
0: They're oh no, okay. but they weren't making these movies. The discussion I read is he said we were we plan to do Grindhouse, right? And then they came up with the movies. He's saying he went and filmed his thing, but like if Grindhouse they weren't doing Grindhouse, these movies weren't getting made. Quinti- if there was no Grindhouse, Tarantino was probably not doing this potentially. As a sixth but film he or
1: considers this as his sixth film or whatever.
0: Right. I know, but but I mean, like from what I read, what he was saying in the interview I read, he he pretty much said like, we came up with Grindhouse, and then this this movie came up. It's not like he had Death Proof planned, and then the other guy had a plan. And then like we could combine them, make death. It was like let's do a Grindhouse movie, and then he came up with well, what can I do for the, a, a Grindhouse movie? But
1: his movie that he made, like he considers Death Proof his movie, not Grindhouse's movie.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. I I read. A, a different thing, but
1: I read. That's the, what he just says right there. Like he but again, to, this he is has Tarantino. Make, he changes
0: yeah. all the one I, I read a different interview, and it's Tarantino and Kurt Russell, and they're talking about it. Right yeah well and, actually and kurt, this, and kurt russell hadn't even seen yeah so this the is extended cut this oh, is <laughs> really? this is front. so they they did like when they they never showed the extended cut till later on like kurt russell always just saw the grindhouse cut
1: well i don't think he had made it until he took it to cons right or or to u- europe this is actually taken from that same uh interview with kurt russell the, yeah. when they're on the panel no yeah. um and and he talks about kurt russell says oh i've never seen this and then Tarantino exactly verbatim what I just took out and I watched it too says there there's there are three different movies uh, there's planet well yeah because De- he's got to sell three Death different Proof. movies <laughs> uh, and there there's Grindhouse but he he talks about the things he had to do artistically to, to, to take yeah away. To, to
0: cut it away because you can't have a four hour movie right yeah. like that makes sense but I still think again like when they came up with this idea it was Grindhouse. And without Grindhouse, there is no death proof. That's the way I look at it. I think when he, yeah, I'm sure when he went and filmed his own movie, he's like, ah, this could stand on its own. I got a whole right. movie here. But I think their initial intention was Grindhouse, when they went and filmed it, they're like, ah, we got three hour and a half movies here, but we can't put out for our, or two hour movies here, but we can't put out four hour movies. I, uh, Yeah, I'm sure like you can, you can, yeah. I'm sure almost any extended thing is. Usually better,
1: but <laughs> nah. no, I'm, I'm usually disagree with that. But uh, yeah. like in this case, I just think th- it, it. I actually think the extended version of Planterra is much worse, and even though it's it's mm. smaller cuts, but it it plays better as just like total gooey yeah. fun.
2: You really don't want to plot in that movie. Um, I think it's because Tarantino's
0: movie, I guess, doesn't. I, I agree. It kind of doesn't play that well. As a grindhouse movie, and the fact that it's like just a lot of dialogue, and that's not what you want for the second half of that movie. Yeah, but again, I, I also don't think it's the strongest film. That for me personally, I, I like. I don't know. What was more, the last time you watched Death Proof? It. I think well, that's the, the. I think that's the last time I watched the movie. Maybe would have been that.
1: Well, you just watched know. Grindhouse, right?
0: Sorry, like the last time I watched Death Proof, though, would have been that probably cut.
1: Would have been oh well. well I feel like yeah, this that's is the, the first c- time I've
0: watched the Grindhouse cut since theaters. I could the years. be wrong, but yeah. I feel like I opened my Blu-ray <laughs> that I've owned <laughs> for like twenty years. Um, but yeah, because because that's when they re- released them on Blu-ray. They released these two, the, like the full cuts first. was Right until afterwards, everyone complained that they finally um, released.
1: Put it. It. and I'm I'm glad to see the yeah. e- e- the experience now. Yeah, so so, but it was it was interesting. I think I think you can take them all as different kinds of things. And Mm
0: -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, on your list, you can have death proof. You know,
1: I I I don't see why you wouldn't. Uh, Because I I, after like I watched these about a a, like death proof a year apart or something, Uh, so it was very fresh, and uh, it. It feels like a different experience. Like It's definitely cut.
0: So what about, let, let's say that, that anthology film, the Japanese one, three or whatever it's called, and one of those segments is also an hour and a half movie. Do you count both?
2: Wait, wouldn't that be like a um, Dumplings,
0: that one? Yeah, the Dumplings. Mm-hmm. You can watch that as a full-length movie as well.
1: I think potentially if it if yeah. it's if it's actually released in that capacity, like most of the world, they only got Death Proof. It's only North America oh, yeah. that got uh, Grindhouse. Grindhouse.
0: Yeah, I think that's because Death because Grindhouse bombed. I yeah. think it was released North America first, and they're like, okay, that's he
1: not was working. always taking it to the film festivals though as Death Proof, um, so. Um, so, yeah, like, the, anyways, I, I ended up being really interested in, like, this and why it felt so different. Like, I knew the one major section was taken yeah. out. But I was like, oh, he doesn't actually set up the tension about Kurt Russell actually stalking them. You see it, like, a
2: little bit, like, in the, um, outside the, um, the church, Yeah, he goes or? by,
1: he just goes by yeah. the one restaurant. That's it. Mm. In the other one, he shows the photographs, shows him stalking them. Oh, okay. Shows, like, there's a whole kind of, I think it's in black and white, too, and there's yeah. this whole section. And that doesn't exist in, in uh.
0: There's a bit grinders. of a setup
1: there. There's a, a much bigger setup, and it kind of makes him much more creepy, menacing out of the gate.
0: The the problem with that movie is the ending for Kurt Russell.
1: Like, I get that's what they're going, but yeah.
0: he's still menacing and a badass, and I feel like that last ten minutes yeah. they kind of ruin.
1: Oh, I love the, that uh, the the flip when because it's the first time he's 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 shown on yeah. who he actually is because he's in control of everything previously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I... But both really great great uh mm-hmm. experiences.
2: Oh, it'd be crazy if on your list you have Grindhouse and Death Proof on your top 10 list, like so that's what you're saying. This could be a see,
0: see, That's almost like a cheat though cuz yeah. you're you're literally putting the same movie twice on there. I don't think they're the same movie. Well, half of it
1: is. I I they're they're different intentions. So, uh, yeah. I I and just like his quote, they're three different movies. I'm going to take the director's quote over any oh, that would be a
2: ballsy top 10 list if you had, like, Planetaire, Crying <laughs> Test, and Death Proof on your top 10 list.
0: Well, you do you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Okay, with that, uh, I did another, I did a 2007 movie as well. Uh, Jack Brooks, Monster Slayer. Oh. Um, this is, like, a little indie. I think it's a Canadian. Yeah, it is Canadian production. Mm. Uh, Robert England is in there. It's pretty much this burnout this this kid watches his parents be slaughtered by a monster, and he's grown up, and he's got anger issues. Um, he's he's kind of like a... Yeah, slacker. Kind of a burnt-out... Me- he's like a, a... um, Fuck, what is it that fixes... Um, Mechanic? No, he's not... Like toilets and stuff like that. Plumber. Plumber. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> um, the word wasn't coming to my head. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he's kind of like a burnt-out plumber with anger issues. And uh Robert England he has to go to this class. Robert England's a teacher, and Robert England, um, this monster in his backyard comes out, whatever, he gets infected. And it's kind of got some cool practical effects as he mm-hmm. becomes this gross like monster thing. Um, all that stuff is cool. Uh you do get like a big creature kind of finale thing. It's just okay though. Like again, the cover is like monster sign, there's all these monsters, and like it's not that movie. Like you get the monster at the beginning, but then like it's this guy and all this build up, And it's like some gross kind of um, body horror, I guess with mm-hmm. Robert England, but it's not until like the last bit that we finally get a creature. And then the other creature again is almost like uh, a wraparound kind of story. Cause now he's this big warrior fighting yeah. monsters. So in that case, it's, I, I, that's how I felt the first time I watched it. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, it didn't really live up to it. I enjoying this movie.
2: Like it seemed like a fun movie.
0: Like, it, it,
3: think, is, it is. It is.
2: Like, like again, the
0: practical movie. effects are great. Yeah. Robert England's great. The lead, mm. he's he's okay. I, I don't. I don't have too much to say, but I'm going to give it six and a half. Yeah. It's fine. It's just like if you're going to call your movie fucking monster slayer, I expect. I want the monster slain, motherfucker, with a guy <laughs> c- taking out a bunch of cool fucking creatures. And so there's
1: not a lot of creatures in it.
0: No, like you're getting pretty much one creature.
1: Other. Uh, and so then, it's just yeah. the transformation. And then, uh, sorry, there's one creature in the flashback.
0: Which it shows up uh, without too much point too much at the end mm-hmm. for like ten seconds. You get a character again in the wraparound that's in there for like a minute or two, and then you get the really the main creature in the mm-hmm. Robert mm-hmm. England. Which again is just Robert England acting weird and shit until like the final twenty minutes where you get some cool creature effects. But yeah, it doesn't live up when that the the, ty- the the cover's kinda like an Army of Darkness type thing. He's got his ripped shirt, he's holding up the the paddle the tour, whatever it is, and he's surrounded by monsters and everything. And it, yeah, it's it's nice, and it, it is like it's it's a low budget kind of little Canadian mm. movie again. Like it, it's still fun, it's still decent, six and a half, but it's not, uh, yeah, not my favorite of the year.
2: So I went down to the uh, 2007, I watched Time Crimes. Oh, cool. Nacho, I, I just watched, uh, I forgot the guys, name, but Nacho, yeah, it, it was a fun movie. Yeah. Like it, it's a weird movie because I feel like it like, had three different tones as it goes back in time. Like you start watching this movie. And um, there's this—he sees this like naked lady, like taking off her shirt. It's, like he goes to t- t- take a closer look, and there is this villain with this pink bandage wrapped around his head that looked like a hush from like the Batman comics, and he's like taunting him and like stabbing him and, like chasing yeah. him so he had this like horror element like you're kind of spooked out and as he runs away from him he goes to this like laboratory and he gets put into this time machine he goes back in time to figure out what's happening he gets duped into it then that kind of turns into a comedy yeah uh, was him trying to figure it out and then something tragic happens and it's him trying to reverse the time travel and that's like almost like a weird Greek tragedy where he's trying to make things right again it's it, a weird tone every it's time an incredibly
1: ambitious movie and, mm-hmm. and it, it fell into i think i mentioned this it fell into that category uh, like triangle when i watched it again mm-hmm. it kind of went a little bit down in my estimation but i i don't know like it's still a lot of fun like yeah. all uh, and uh, even the tragic stuff it's like it does hit you Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's done well. You don't want to think too hard about any of the sci-fi Listen, shit.
2: Listen, time travel—you don't think hard on because, like, the minute you do, you're gonna not have any fun. Like,
1: it's usually a a, a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I did mention coherence, which I think does all of these dimensions and things. Yeah, in, yeah. I think in,
0: that's not time, so it's a little yeah. bit easier. Yeah. I think dimensions is easier to fuck with than time because dimensions you just go to another dimension, right? And it's yeah. Just be, I mean, you guys seen Primer? No, no. I, I need to see that. Yeah,
1: everyone always set puts that up on a pedestal is like of
2: like time travel, and
1: I I just haven't. Uh, I've heard it's got, like crazy, like you'll mind up your brain. Yeah, like it's you got to watch it like ten times to try to make <laughs> sense of it. I, I have a, I, a couple friends. It's like
2: that is the that's uh, like
1: the, if if you ask top ten movies of the two thousand like two thousand two thousand to ten, that's up there. That's it would be probably in their top oh, five. Shit. So I
2: have to check that out. So I'm going to give uh, Time Crimes a 7, even though there was no Time Cops in Time Crimes, which I thought was kind of fucked up. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I gave it 7.5, yeah. so I'm around the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched from uh, 2023, got a 2023 Ooh. movie in. Megan, this is the one that has kind of been memefied all over the internet. Um, is this
2: a Chucky, but like the feminine version of Chucky?
1: Kind of
0: nowhere it's good as Chucky.
2: Okay. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I I I don't think anyone's saying that. No, but like it's a doll that comes to life. So
1: it's an AI like it's it kind of touches on and some of these ideas and core concepts are are kind of interesting and I don't think it takes itself too seriously, which I'm I'm fairly thankful Mm. for as we get in there. But basically it's this girl, she loses her two parents in a car crash, she has to go live with her aunt who doesn't really know how to take care of children. She's a designer of toys, though. And they had this toy, like a Furby toy, but it's got A.I. where it could actually talk to you. Well, she's working on this toy that actually can learn in real time Uh about the the girl. Um, But she becomes so... And their bond becomes stronger. And as the bond becomes stronger, she becomes psychotic, the doll, and starts doing crazy shit. I just never found, like, a lot of the actual crazy shit stuff that interesting.
0: Now, did you watch, because an I think there's an unrated cut of this where it's more bloody and gory, because I think it's a PG film in theaters.
1: Oh. Just PG. Yeah. This couldn't have been PG. So that you maybe did watch the unrated?
2: Uh, yeah, the one on Prime?
1: Yeah. I don't know if there's two options there mm. or not. But yeah, there's some stuff in there I, I couldn't imagine. Maybe
2: you had to type PG. in the code like Mortal Kombat to get blood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's definitely blood, and there's definitely some, some gory stuff. Stuff. Not, it's never too gory. I would well, still PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Sorry, sometime. maybe it was. That's not, Maybe I meant PG thirteen. Okay, not PG. Maybe like most of the they try to make most of the horror movies yeah. PG thirteen. It would not have changed my opinion if it got more gory or mm-hmm. less gory. Like I think most of those setups are are fine. Um, and there's like a pretty. There is one sequence in the woods where she goes out with this kind of bully kid and again they they play everything at face value there's no like dimensions to this mm-hmm. and i think that's fine like it doesn't need to be ultra serious um Allison williams is pretty good in it it's just kind of like i'm not going to re- remember this too much mm-hmm. i don't think moving forward it was fine
0: it's like the james one era of child's play i guess right like
2: i, I feel like the, the like, <laughs> ch- they, they they rebooted child's play with this exact premise am i wrong in this
0: well, there's show. There's a show. Well, there's a show now. Well,
2: I thought that was like an actual movie. That no, they did a remake, like but Hamill. that had nothing
0: to do with like. I guess so. That had nothing to do with the original people that made the film. They were against that film, so they've now brought out their own TV show. Yeah. which
2: some people seem to like. I so know. I feel like the, the 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 remake was pretty much this movie Megan, but with a good guy doll. I think yeah.
1: the uh, the effect of the of the doll yeah. is is quite well done, and mm-hmm. I guess they had a girl playing, her, but oh. it, it looks like.
2: Like an actual doll, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, so, did, did it look like the people from Tourist Trap? Because
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that that would have been
2: a whole different movie.
3: Yeah.
1: I think. Uh, I'm gonna give it six six and a half.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll check it out like at Shocktober.
1: Yeah, I think it's worth. Wa- like, mm-hmm. some people love this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's I mean, yeah, a lot of the like the. I feel like the people that love fans. it,
0: again, like I feel like this is that James Wan. And I don't. He didn't. He probably had something to do with it. I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, it's Blumhouse. Right? It is yeah. Blumhouse. Yeah. Blumhouse. Like all their movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they have that feel, well, that look. Well, that, that was that same universe. with the nanny. It
1: was like there's a great movie hidden in here, but you had to put this like Blumhouse sheen on yeah. it. And Blumhouse like they're Blumhouse they're made for like. They're
0: made for, like, the 15, 16-year-old girl that wants to go see a horror movie. Mm -hmm. They're not checking out 70s fucking exploitation (laughs) movies. They're going to go check out whatever new thing is. They're going to have some scares with their friends and... Never talk about yeah. it
1: Kyle Snob's coming out yeah, right here. Say.
2: Yeah, there's no way they're watching The Sentinel. There's no absolutely well, no, no way.
1: But it is. Right? You're yeah. like, it's coming after <laughs> you, 15-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah, 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 the people, yeah, the people yeah, yeah. that love these movies. Shots like,
2: fired. You
0: see it all the time on Facebook. and like Again, that's why I finally found a Facebook group that is great. Because um, every other Facebook group, I find like all they talk about is mainstream movies. And every movie it's the greatest horror film ever. Mm-hmm. And finally I found one that's like not that. So it's, it's beautiful. Um, I don't know their name. Right <laughs> is now, it so the greatest Facebook
2: group ever? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's not the movie. the so new maniacs, but uh, yeah, I just find all those movies. It's like, Oh, you got to check out. And it's like conjuring insidious four was the scariest haunted house movie I've ever seen. It's like, really? Like you yeah. need to see a lot more movies. Then. Um, anyways, yeah, I, I just thought what, I guess what I'm getting at is these movies are not made for us. They're not made for me. I know that yeah. like, I, I I didn't mind you know some of the insidious and conjuring some of them i think are, are even great yeah. movies, but you'd be
2: malignant a lot of them and not and so malignant.
0: Much. yeah i't mean, it's not a great movie it's a it's a crazy movie it's not one that you know i'm gonna run out and watch all mm. the time but uh it it's a strangey a strangey
1: that oddity. does not fit into this paradigm no it does not
0: no I'm more saying like the megan's the annabelles yeah. um what am I forgetting there's a bunch of those the nuns.
2: Yeah, Curse of Lilonas. They're all,
0: yeah, they're all kind of that, like, PG mainstream horror. But anyways, uh, not that. Uh, I watched another 2007 movie. My name is Bruce. Oh, have you seen uh, this? I have not, actually.
3: How the fuck? Should I
2: check, check this out? This?
0: Directed, produced, and starring Bruce Campbell. Um, I'm going to say straight out right now, this is low budget. This is terrible acting, terrible script. Or, I'm not going to say terrible script, but it's not a great, great script. But what it is, if you're a Bruce Campbell fan, if you love Bruce Campbell in Army of Darkness, you're gonna probably love this. It's it, it's his character. You can. T- this is almost like a preemptive of what he did in uh, the the Ash versus Evil Dead series. This is just him. He's playing himself in the movie. He's a complete fucking asshole, <laughs> dumbass prick, and it's great. Like it's just Bruce Campbell being a prick to people for an hour and a half. <laughs> wait, wait, is there and a that's, plot? That's all I want. Um, there's, there's like, yeah, they, they resurrect this, Chi- this evil Chinese god Guan Di, and it's this. I, I thought the creature kind of looked cool. It's slicing off heads and everything. And then, so the town, this one kid is like a obsessed with Bruce Campbell and Evil Dead, because Bruce Campbell's playing the actor Bruce Campbell, mm-hmm. and he somehow convinces the town that he's actually this real hero, and he's gonna save it. And he thinks it's all like because it's birthday. He thinks that Ted Raimi, who's his agent, and I'll talk about Ted Reddy. hear me a <laughs> second here. Ted Reddy, who's his agent, uh, has planned all this as like you know a, a birthday present. Mm. You get to be the hero of this town, and then but again, like when Bruce Campbell spoiler here when he realizes that it's real, like it, it's fucking great. He's just running away. He's sh- grabbing his gun, just shooting back, killing all these <laughs> random town people. It cuts to, like this kid. And he's like, Daddy, his dad just got shot and killed by Bruce Campbell. This movie is it's insane, insane. Like it's just him right. being. I'm in, motherfucker. A dick. Here's one thing, though. I never thought in a 2007 movie, Bruce Campbell, you should know better, Ted Raimi in total yellow face, total, like, uh, hardcore no. stereotype. You know the character Remo Williams? Yep. Yeah. It's like that. It's it's probably worse. Like, it's got the... Bu- it's like the character oh, from um, the Breakfast at Tiffany's. at Tiffany's. It's got the buck teeth. He's doing the accent. Something's kind of funny because it's like this guy ripping on Bruce Campbell. There's a great moment where he disappears and Rent's like, "Well, he disappeared. Bruce Campbell's like, no, he's walking right there and he gives him the finger. (laughs) Like there's some funny stuff, but yeah, I I can't believe that. I never thought I would see that in a 2007 film, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, I'm not going to take away from the film just because of that. Uh, This movie is like, I don't know. If you're a Bruce Campbell fan, it's a blast. Not a Bruce Campbell fan, probably not for you. I would say this is for Bruce Campbell fans only. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Oh, wow. Uh, I, that's that's
2: seven out there. Half.
0: Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just think it's entertaining for, it's an hour and a half of Bruce Campbell being addicted right. to his fans.
2: That's kind of what it's, you it's, want. He comes out,
0: he's doing like a shitty, like what's that shitty alien movie he did? I, I can't remember, but he's kind of doing a sequel to that and this and yeah. he hates it. And he comes out and those fans are like uh, trying to get Zaga from bugging him for stuff. And he's just like, complain about their bo and insulting them and then there's this guy in a wheelchair and he's asking for his autograph but he's kind of being a bit like you know make sure you sign it this way or this too or something and he's like hey what's that or something and he kicks him down the <laughs> kicks the wheelchair guy and he goes down the hill um no yeah th- this movie is great um but again just know like it, it looks like it was shot for like t- like Bruce Campbell's not a great yeah director you're not getting crazy Sam
2: Raimi stuff he's a very like Meat and potatoes kind of fella. Yeah,
1: like I, I bet it had no budget. Is too. it Moontrap?
2: Probably. Is, is that
1: the? I remember watching Moontrap at a at a like grade over high school party, and we and we just called it. Moon crap for years. <laughs> yeah, like uh, this.
0: I mean, he even comments, "This is supposed to be Bruce
1: Campbell genius
2: back then, yeah. too."
1: Eh? I don't think I came up with moon crap. I can't take. Uh, yeah. I think that's uh, my friend Brandon Blank. Wherever yeah. you are, Brandon, I think you. This one's you, for you. You came up with moon crap.
0: But yeah, he comments like this is supposed to be him doing. He's doing all these shitty like made for TV movies and stuff, which he was probably doing at the time. Um Yeah, I, it's just yeah, it, it's super fun. I think if if you enjoyed that and that what, version of Bruce Campbell,
1: and what else do you watch, Kyle?
0: Are you guys done? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I watched uh, Rocktober Blood from 19... 19- oh,
2: buddy, I watched that like a October.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I've seen it. I might have watched it mm-hmm. Shocktober as well, or maybe the year before, sorry, I'm just going up here. Uh this one that the one I forgot to get the notes from. So this is a nineteen eighty four uh slasher. Uh it opens up in this this guy's recording this album, he's kind of acting weird and you find out he's like the lead singer of this heavy metal band and for randomly he's crazy and he kills a bunch mm. of people and now we and he gets they don't even show it, I don't think. I think you just hear that he got uh caught That's, and killed yeah. Um, and now it's years later. Um, one of the girls, it was kind of the backup singer. She's now the lead singer of the band and she's being haunted, uh, by him. Is it him? Is it someone else pretend to be him? She's getting calls and so, and he's also going around killing the people around her. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it more the first time. Didn't, it's still fun. Like, Again, I, I enjoy like the cheesy rock songs. They do These like the songs same three are songs. actually
2: fun.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty yeah. they're pretty good. You did DVDs, watch it in For Shocktober uh, last year in 2018. Oh, 20, okay, oh, wow. So a little while ago.
2: I guess five years ago. Yeah, I've
0: been waiting because I, I guess this is the one where they released the the owner was like, I'm gonna put out a Blu-ray and and it was like mm-hmm. kind of like a Kickstarter thing. Every he took everyone's money, a Blu-ray DVD, and then when everyone got it. Like he pretty much just burnt DVD discs. It wasn't a press disc, which he promised, I guess, initially. And it was like, he literally just grabbed a VHS, burnt it on Blu-rays and sold it for like 40 bucks American everyone. Thankfully, I mean, normally I would have been in on that, um, but burnt discs are kind of where I draw the line. Um and yeah, pe- so many people got burnt. And since then, like I guess again, a lot of these like people own these movies. They think like we're still in the DVD era, yeah. and you're going to sell seventy thousand copies, and that your movie's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's like we're we're gonna be lucky if we can sell five thousand copies, yeah. uh and we got to make money and press it and everything. Like so, yeah, a lot of these movies unfortunately are like not getting released for reasons like this. And from what I've heard, this guy's like this. I think I think he might have became like a hardcore religious guy or something. Too. Nice. Um. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's still it's still fun. Um, like I do like that. There's a scene where he's kind of wearing this like Grim Reaper kind of cool mask. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely elements I liked. Tons of like gratuitous nudity. Like mm-hmm. let's have a woman. Women like walk around in all these 80s slashers nude hey, for no reason. It was 80s <laughs> glam
2: metal, man. That was the way it it's went. Like, let's get in the
0: ba- here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like doing my makeup. Let me do it nude. Well, you let don't want to uh, get stuff like your let's blouse. Have a f- five minute scene of her in the bathtub, but yeah, it's
2: still fun. But it, it it's it got not, really boring in the middle, though, didn't it? Like I found like the middle. I'm like, oh, come on, hurry it up.
0: Yeah, like the whole like, is he real? Is he not? Mm. I don't know. It, it could have used better kills. I do like all the the ending is great. Like the ending mm. almost made really they on stage up and shit. It, where yeah, yeah he comes on stage and is just killing everyone in Everyone thinks it's part of the yeah. show, and um, but even the ending feels kind of unfinished. I'm going to give it five and a half out of ten. Yeah, um, it's okay. It's it's not a, it's not like top tier, but who knows? Some of these movies, like you're watching shitty transfers, you get it,
2: Blu-ray, it, the transfer I watched and was you can
0: terrible. see everything more, yeah. and you kind of find more enjoyment. Uh, Another one, 1987, another slasher, The Last Slumber Party. Now, this is one I talked about last episode, Vinegar Syndrome. Everyone thought it was going to be either these two titles or this one. Um, Directed by Steven Tyler, which unfortunately is not Steven Tyler of Aerosmith fame. I was kind of all excited, and then I found out after it was not. But yeah, this is like poorly made directed film. Totally rips off H- Halloween and a bunch of other like slashers from that time, H- uh, Friday 13, the one night. like, they literally steal dialogue from Halloween. <laughs> the characters are all named
2: the characters from Halloween. Like, there is like like a hoary strode or something like something that. Something like that.
0: Like, yeah, there's, yeah, every character, even like the girls kind of act like the girls from the first mm. Halloween. Um, but it's all terrible, like, terrible acting. And then, like, for some reason, there's tons of like, I guess this is the 80s, but tons of homo phobic slurs like the one woman is just constantly calling everyone uh you know whatever um yeah it's uh it's a it's just badly edited the score like it's one of those movies where the score is like loud and you can't even hear the dialogue it's just a piece of kind of (laughs) shit you got the act the actors terrible southern accents that are coming and going um yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. The, the, the highlight was like there was a Sesame Street poster in the wall. It's like that's kind of cool, 70 Sesame Street poster. <laughs> like and it's nice, it's always nice seeing like the Rob the two t- yeah. TVs. Yeah, but the, yeah, the, the it,
2: highlight, it, eh? It, uh,
0: yeah, this movie's bad. It's one of those movies where like she she sees all her friends are dead and she's just like, oh shit, and then just like casually strolls out the house waiting, for, you know, just so the killer can jump up and like, yeah, fuck this movie. Um, <laughs> four to ten. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to end on one more Sasha film. Now, this is one Adam recently covered, I think, last week. Um, yeah, I think I talked about it then. I, I disagree still. I watched House of Sorority Row from 1982. Oh, okay. Um, this is the one. So the... the, the School mom is a bit of a... Sorority Girls, yeah. yeah the the, the housemaid is a bit of a pain in the ass. She's very strict. Um, she's got her own stuff she's dealing with. But anyways... Um, she, yeah, she pretty much tells story because you can't have the party. The one girl's fucking the guy in the waterbed and she comes and like stabs the waterbed with her cane. Mm. So they're going to get revenge on her. Uh, they they have a gun and they're going to uh, pretend they have blanks and they're going to pretend to shoot her to scare her. But of course, there's a real bullet and they shoot her and she dies. They have a party coming up that night. So let's just hide it in the pool for now and we'll worry about it later. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this film's about, I think like all the, the women are are pretty fun. Like they all have mm. their personalities i love there's a scene where they're kind of like all drinking and they're, they're like
2: toast, like toasting yeah to my mom who says i have a silver spoon in my mouth but little does she know it's, it's in, in my nose
0: yeah. <laughs> or the girl like I, uh i want to thank you for what i've become today wasted <laughs> uh what was the other one um Something about reaching the full capacity, and the girl's like, Yeah, about a quart and a half. Like, the, I love all that scene. I just think they all kind of have their like, you got the bitchy girl. Mm-hmm. You got what's that girl from? Like, she wanted to be like the mom in uh, parenthood and, and stuff like that. I'm oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's mom in honey, short, sure, the kids too, I think. Oh,
2: possibly. I
0: don't, she's I been a she bunch this? of stuff. Sure. Sorry,
1: is she in this? Yeah, oh. I
2: didn't even if it, recognize
0: her. There's definitely it, she's definitely been well even the bitchy girl like I think she went on to be like Young and the Restless mm-hmm. like for that for like 40 years or whatever um, she's,
1: yeah she's a big uh, Beverly Hills wives or wives Real
2: Housewives of uh, there you go uh, that's uh, what they call
1: them she's one of those okay.
2: but
0: yeah like I I like all the characters in this I think they're fun I even like like there's all these characters at the party that maybe aren't important to the plot but they're all kind of fun like oh, all partying it kind of cuts to different people and they all kind of got. They're all kind of saying kind of funny stuff that I enjoyed. There's like even the great, like, these kind of big sloppy dudes, and they're going to, of course, the assholes are going to jump like, in the... They're
2: going to throw the girl in the pool or something like that? What, that? Or? But then yeah. they're
0: then they're like, they're like challenging each other to jump in it, and, of course, the, the big fat guy jumps in it, and then they all run out. If they're worried that they're going to see it. And he's just like... And they're all like, oh, what are you doing? Get out of the pool. And he realized, like, oh, shit, should I shouldn't do this. He's like... I'm a sea pig. I'm a sea pig, though, or something like. I, I don't know. I yeah. There, there's there's a lot of great moments. I do mm-hmm. think the kills too. Like even though a lot of it is with the cane, I think they do some cool stuff. There's one where it's like the light behind, and you just got the silhouette of the person, kind of raising the cane. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's the creepy clown of yeah, that, that clown pays is fucking. I'm um, even the jack o' lantern stuff. Yeah. And I would say like, I do agree. Like in the middle, it kind of like where they're trying to get rid of the body and stuff. I didn't care as much about that. But again, I think then, like, after those people, I'll just say, are, are killed, that last 30 minutes, I think, really picks up the girls' mm-hmm. drugs, so you're getting some weird kind of hallucination stuff. And all the kills, I think, are pretty aggressive. Like, you're getting, like, a, a hammer neck uh, kind of slash thing. And then there's, like, a, uh, a cane stabbing that's just very aggressive. And yeah, I, I think the, the last, like, 30 minutes is is just incredible uh, in this one. Um yeah. Uh, and of course, the famous head in the toilet, which is yeah. uh, is famous for uh, hey, Sasha hey,
2: fans that scene. Yeah, every uh, party has a head in the toilet, right? Like, Most yeah. parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every Halloween party, anyways. You go to a Halloween party and there's not a fake head in the toilet, get the fuck out of there. It's not worth it.
0: Uh, anyways, I'm going to give this one eight out of 10. I, oh, wow. I uh, really enjoy this Sasha film. I-, I do agree. Like, I think, again, it's a little bit slow in the middle part, mm. but I-, I think the the beginning and the end definitely. All uh, pays off and I, I do I think it's rare to find it's hard to find slashers with like all female characters that are mm. actually like entertaining I think yeah. most of the time they're just there to like get topless yeah, most fodder. of the time they're there for men whereas I feel like this one feels more like a group of female characters that women mm-hmm. you know at least in the 80s might have been like yeah that's funny they're getting smashed and kind of they're kind of relatable I guess they yeah. just want to party and do cocaine
2: and shoot guns and Who have doesn't? sex like it
0: yeah exactly yeah. They're just, it's your college days man yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, I guess are we ready?
1: Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, another guest list for 2007. So we're we're, we're having some uh, other other kind of uh, critics and, and podcasters and bloggers come on over the next few weeks, and and maybe even after we do our 2007 series to give their top picks. So in this case, we've got um, the good fellas at the Matt and Mark movie show, uh, and nice. and. Uh we're going to get a top 5 list now and then we'll come back and give our
4: thoughts on their list. Awesome. This is your friend Matt from the Matt and Mark movie show. It's just me for this. Mark, I don't know if you guys listen to our show, but Mark uh can't really be bothered to do any research for our show, let alone other shows when they ask him to talk about his favorite movies. Mark clams up immediately. So I said, "Hey, Movie City Maniacs want us to talk about our favorite movies of 2007, and the man got on an airplane and flew to fucking Canada where there is an actual wildfire happening. That's how desperately he wanted to get away uh, from having to do any real homework. Uh, So it's just me, 2007, let's fucking do it. I'm going to give you five of my favorites from 2007, and I'm going to give you one honorable mention. I'm going to do five because I want to go in a little bit on each, if I can. With the time I have. Um, I'm not going to talk about No Country and There Will Be Blood. Of course, I'm I'm sure you guys are going to definitely cover those in your respective lists. So I'm going to highlight some other ones that I'm sure probably are going to pop up, but maybe not. Here were my favorite things. When I think about 2007 in film, Zodiac by David Fincher is probably my favorite movie across the board from that year. Very different experience watching it when it originally came out uh, because I was living in New York at the time. Now I actually live in Northern California where a lot of the actual Zodiac murders happened. I I like rewatched it in my new place here And uh, Lake Berryessa, which is where the murder happens, where the the couple is in the park, that really fucked up scene where he comes out and stabs the (laughs) the guys as they're zip-tied. That is not far from where I live, and it is fucking terrifying to know that. So thank you, David Fincher, for giving me uh, real-life nightmares. Hot Fuzz, I'm sure, is also another one, a big one that you guys are going to discuss. Probably my favorite Edgar Wright, I'm sure a lot of people's favorite Edgar Wright movie. I'm not, there's nothing I can say that's gonna add to the conversation of, of Hot Fuzz. Probably one of the most quotable movies of all time, at least it is in my house. Uh, here here are, the, here are the three that I really zero in on. 1408, directed by Mikhail Hafstrom, a director who I've never heard of do anything else. But this is a fantastic little chamber piece of a horror movie. It's John Cusack, Samuel L. Jackson. They don't make these kinds of movies anymore. They don't release them in theaters anymore. Like if you were to be like, hey, we're gonna do a movie with John Cusack. He's in every fucking scene. It's just in a hotel room of him freaking out. Maybe there's ghosts in it. Maybe there's not. Like that movie would never get fucking released today. It would be a Netflix series. No one would watch it because there's no fucking Bridgerton or whatever involved, and then it would never see the light of day again. 1408 is a great movie. It's got great scares, makeup, and more than anything, it's got fucking mood. That's what I appreciate about 1408. That one is worth a revisit for sure. Superbad, one of my favorite comedies. It was tough. I was going to either do Super Bad or Hot Rod. Both, I think, are definitely worthy of a nod for this year. Uh, in terms of comedies, I think that have lasted Especially when something like Knocked Up, I think, was supposed to be the big comedy from this year. But, like, that movie has fucking died on the vine. No one's talking about it in the way they talk about Forgetting Sarah Marshall or even 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, Knocked Up kind of disappeared. But 2007, I think, comedy-wise, belongs to Superbad, and it belongs to uh, Hot Rod. But Superbad, I'm going to give the nod to because I think it's fucking awesome. I love McLovin. Finally, I'm going to go for The Mist. Frank Darabont. I mean, Jesus. Jesus. What a masterpiece this movie is. Definitely don't want you know what? No, fuck that. Definitely watch it with your family. Watch it with your whole fucking family and let them know what you think of them. If this shit breaks out, you know, you're willing to catch a bullet. Uh, but but them first. And I also want to give a quick honorable mention to Murder Party, a movie that I hope more people will watch. It was Jeremy saunier's debut. He's the guy who gave us Green Room, and then he made a bunch of other crap that is probably not worth talking about. Green Room's fucking excellent, but Murder Party is such a fun, fucked up, weird little cheapy debut movie about a bunch of friends. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. It's a very spoiler heavy movie. It's just fun. Uh, watch it if you want a good, excessive, sleazy time. Anyway, that's it for me for 2007. Thank you, Movie City Maniacs.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Matt. Uh, that was that was great. That was Matt uh, from the Matt and Mark Movie Show. Uh, I feel Great be- list. yeah. And, and and like the music. He had music in the yeah. background the whole time. Why don't we have music we need to step in the up background? That's what I need to do. Um, it was felt very epic yeah, the whole time. It really
2: did, actually.
1: But yeah, some some great things there. I know all three of us, to varying degrees, quite like Murder Party. And, yeah, I love Murder Party, and we weirdly enough have not covered that in our countdown to 2007 yeah. yet. I thought one of us would, is Kyle. You're going to talk. No, no, second? yeah.
0: I, I just yeah. There's a bunch there that maybe on my list. So I don't want. I don't want to say too much. I
1: all, 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 all I will add is yeah as we've talked
0: about the comedies in 2007 didn't maybe ring with me as well as they have with you guys and some other mm. people but uh yeah, there's there's definitely some movies on that list that will be on mine, so I don't want to say too much.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, there's That's some that we've already away. like uh, but it, yeah, talked about, where like you know Hot Fuzz yeah, really registered, but not so much, and then fourteen oh eight with you guys and not so much, and and mm. the mist has shown up. I think uh, in yeah, the back to back first week, so really interesting. Let's uh, thanks again, Matt. That, w- that was that was awesome, a great list, buddy. And, and uh, uh, the Murder Party was like, oh yeah, I should watch Murder Party again before we get there.
2: Definitely, yeah.
0: Uh, cool. Well, with that, I guess let's throw up the trailer for the first movie we're covering tonight. Here is Mission Impossible from 1996.
4: Good morning, Mr. Phelps. This is your mission should you choose to accept it. Should you or any member of your IM Force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow all knowledge of your actions. Ethan Hunt will be your point man as usual. Good luck, Jim.
0: Simple game. Is he serious? Always. It's much worse than you
4: think. We're being
0: ambushed. Abort, that's an order. They knew, they knew we were coming.
4: I don't care how he did it. I want to know
0: why he did it. You're worried about me. Why you
3: survived. I'm sure we can find something I have that you need. I'm stuck. No one said me. These guys
4: are trained to be ghosts. Let's not waste time chasing after him. Just make him come to us. Find something that's personally important to him and you squeeze. You're very upset. You've never seen me very upset.
3: This tape will self-destruct in five seconds.
0: When Ethan Hunt, the leader of a crack espionage team whose perilous operation, I don't know if I said that right, has gone awry with no explanation, discovers that a mole has penetrated the CIA, he is surprised to learn that he's the number one suspect. Now, to clear his name, Hunt must ferret out the real double agent and, in the process, even the score. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mission we're talking Impossible. about Mission Impossible, 1996. Uh, this, of course, the Brian De Palma uh, director opens up the series. Uh, Brian De Palma, I, I think, is a, a director we've talked about many times we while covering but haven't got to yeah. quite yet. Ooh. But I think we're, we're all pretty much fans of his yeah, work, yeah. right? Yeah, like, for sure. Um, I mean, we're not going to go and name them all, but from, you know, crazy stuff like *Fan of the Paradise to, like, Carrie. you know, kind of the Hitchcockian dressed to uh, kill. blowout, Dress mm-hmm. to Kill, a body double you talked about recently. Um, and then he did, like, you know, Untouchables, Carlitos. Actually, I yeah. am going to name because I wanted to. This was a check out this fucking run he had. Sisters, yeah. *Fan of the Paradise, Obsession, Carrie, The Fury. Now, whole movies kind of, you could argue, but I think that doesn't even really count because I almost feel like that's like some art project I read, I guess he did. And it was like his art students kind of film movies and he put it together yeah, as a thing. Fun- mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think you could skip that.
0: And then you go dress to kill, blowout, Scarface, body double. Oh, wow. Like, I think it's like And then 10- it's
1: Untouchables, right? No, no so he does yeah, do, right. uh, he
0: did something that's not so great. um... But yeah, then he does come back and doesn't touch both Carlito's way, Raising Kane. I've read, I've heard Femme Fatale has its fans. Snake Eyes is kind of a one I've been wanting to revisit. With yeah, Cage. I've
1: I've kind of and like when I first saw Snake Eyes, I remember being like, I'm not into this movie, but I think I'm
2: curious if I uh, it's Cage watch being it with Cage. A right? Like, I think when yeah. you first
0: saw you, like, wow, this is really over the top. His acting, in this, but I think I would probably love it. Yeah, because
1: after going, I think he's you know I'd seen him in a bunch of blockbusters, and he goes over the top in that, but they yeah. all kind of. Yeah, like Face Off was the first one where we'd be like, this guy's pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, th- this is uh, this is the first,
0: uh, I guess, Tom Cruise, he puts together uh, a production company with his agent, Paula Wagner. This is the first film they put together. Um, and you can kind of see, because this is also where Cruise is kind of getting a taste for stunts, and people can't tell him no. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the producer. No one's going to tell you you can't do it. Um, and you kind of sit throughout these films with certain directors. I think now... If you're if you're working on a, a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible film, you know he's doing going to do as many stunts. Mm-hmm. You know, you start hearing in this film, and and you know maybe the director's not really liking that. It's like, I, which is understandable. It's probably stressful that you this huge actor is going go to go do a. St- you don't want to be the director well, that kills.
1: And also, I think the actor. there was uh, <laughs> uh, he wasn't actually like I think it's the second one, which will you know we can mention now. We're good about had to lie. Like, he wasn't he wasn't insured yeah, properly. Yeah. Interesting. He he said he was only gonna let other people do it was like ninety five percent of the stunts and it was the inverse. Yeah. Like he yeah. still he still occasionally does have people doing things on these first movies. I don't know about now though. Yeah. It doesn't seem like any yeah.
0: I'm sure does there is things people still have to do, but I think it, it's definitely do it. I guess this started though. He was working with Sidney Pollack. Now it doesn't mention if it was just a script or he was maybe Think of Cindy Pollock to to direct, but it, it definitely it doesn't seem like there's any like no. Cindy Pollock's like I'm leaving and fuck you guys. I think it was like they were working together. But it's, maybe to it's go also to, they uh, were trying Brian to make
1: they were trying to make Mission Impossible a movie series for like, for ten, ages, yeah, right? Ten yeah, years yeah, before yeah, I think they yeah. were working on it, and it wasn't until he kind of came in. Um, but it sounds like once De Palma gets in there, the real foundations of what this movie yeah. is. Um, and and becomes... I I know that... I think Robert Town had to be rewriting things on set, which I think is a a commonality in a lot of the series is Mm -hmm. having another writer come in or a writer being there being like, well, how do we get ourselves out of this trap? Yeah.
0: Well, I guess originally this script was a lot more convoluted and they kind (laughs) of had to... Imagine. Yeah.
1: Which, yeah, I I guess...
0: I mean, when I was a kid, I was totally fucking confused as well. As an adult, though, I don't find this film confusing at all. Like it totally, everything is. No, I I I can follow. I can can follow follow along.
1: You can definitely follow along. It it definitely does have some of those De Palma like don't think too deep about this. Like Mm -hmm. how no one would know about these sort of things.
2: Okay, Uh, I forget John Voight's wife's name in this. But Cruz is clearly stuck in her right, like the the, the chemistry
0: they they, have. Yeah, they hint, but they never fully say like if he fucked her.
2: Yeah, they kind
0: of definitely hint at it.
2: it, He must have. And I think there
0: was more in the original script with that. Well, and in the
2: trailer,
1: um, there's actually like a makeout scene. Yeah. Oh, Uh, Oh, they didn't
2: put it in the theater. They
1: didn't put it in. in, I guess there is a a much uh, longer, steamier version. Yeah. (laughs) But um, no, it, it opens up with a great kind of. Set piece, right, and that's where you're talking about the chemistry yeah. that they have, and and this mm-hmm. kind of race against the clock.
0: Well, you, well, they they kind of it kind of almost pulls a cycle or whatever like that, where we're going to have a team, all big actors. I guess the plan was originally to get the original cast,
3: oh, and then yeah. had them and all
0: kill but, them off. But, but one they one, were one. like, yeah, we're not down with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I guess the original cast is still pissed off about this film and how they like the ones Jim that are Phillips living. Not everything. many, yeah. Many, yeah. Many. I think I can. think like the t- the two or three that saw it. Um, we are not happy. But yeah, like you open up, you have John Voigt, Kristen Scott Thomas, Emmanuel, Emmanuel uh, Barrett, yeah. uh, who's a yeah. French actress, Emilia Estevez, um, and then, um what's the other girl? In- Inga Borga? I don't know as much about her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know. I She but was the one I, of the team you pretty I don't much, really I think recognize. she might have been
0: like a foreign actress as well, like maybe a French or mm-hmm. something. But you have all these big actors and like I remember at the time, it's like, oh, I love Emilia Estevez coming off Young Guns and shit. And yeah. it's like, spoiler alert i don't think we're spoiling because this fuck happens yeah. right, i think every, they all get fucking killed yeah, off it's and crazy. it's like yeah that, i think that opening 20 minute I, it's i remember it's awesome. i remember
1: well and 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 you and they do so, a good job setting them up what the scene yeah. i was talking about was their initial mission
2: where, where they, they have like the uh what i love about this mission impossible is it's clearly tom cruise in makeup rather than like Someone pretending to yeah. be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then the later movies, like the whole face technology, all, all goes this, out the every window. Every single
1: mask is practical effects. yes yeah. even yeah. the the void mask that happens, which is yeah, really it's awesome. Awesome.
0: Well, I, I was surprised actually. A lot of this stuff was practical effects. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Like the big, the uh, the fish tank scene, which I yeah. guess Tom Cruise is the one that came up with that. That was like a real. They set up all those tanks. That's real. Like. Gallons and gallons of water and fish of water that it's coming out, and that's actually like him running, it's kind of pushing and knocking everything back. Um, of, of course, the famous scene where you know we'll talk about later where he comes down, um, into the, the IMF vault like that is, of course, him, and he had to use like. Coins or something to balance. Oh, just them like
1: out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because he kept hitting his head. On but the, the best,
0: even the train, which I just thought the train
2: was CGI. It guess, looked very CGI, right? Like
0: I don't think a lot of it is. Like some of it is. Some mm-hmm. of it is. But they a, actually yeah. got real. He searched around and got the biggest fucking fan. So that's all his face where it's his face kind of distorted. That's the fan blowing his it's face. It's some guy. of the,
1: the the. I think the helicopters early CGI. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah,
0: the blades. I think. Are. Yeah.
1: Um, um, until the end. Yeah. And, and they switch it out. So most of the time, you still get yeah, nice uh, practical. There's effects. even Mixed. a great story with I, that. I know that bothers <laughs> me. Again, this doesn't yeah. bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The CGI there, it's it's for purpose. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah again, I always find it, it should be used for it to enhance. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. do as much of it you can in practical. And if you need to use the blades for CGI, because yeah. you can't,
1: or you can't fine. get the the actual helicopter in certain shots where you mm-hmm. y- you know you're.
0: But even that was a real helicopter. It was just like it was on like a you know uh, one of those.
1: Um, I train think thing, I yeah. think in some sequences they're not in the same shot or whatever. You can definitely
2: having, tell like yeah. when it's like a who's like, who's the, the professional John um John Reno. No. This fella, I don't understand how he is an action hero cuz he just seems like an oaf. Every time you yeah. see him, you uh, don't think awesome, you don't think like oh, a menace. You just think like uh, someone's goofy dad or uncle. Well, it's uncle. the same
1: way in The Professional, right? Yeah, where Leon. The that's professional. what's scary about him, right? That's what he's unassuming.
2: I've never fe- felt him being like scary or like unassuming. Like I feel they always play him as like badass. Even like Ronan, I'm like, yeah, he seems g- like a goofy uh. uncle. Like I don't but know. But
1: I also he's got a switch in him where it's like mm-hmm. even when there's that sequence where
2: he's like sneezing in the uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, like that's He's a
1: goofball there, <laughs> yeah. but when he thinks he's got one up on Cruise later yeah, in the movie, yeah. there's <laughs> a switch that happens where it's like. Oh, this guy could fuck him yeah. up. Like, if this goes bad, you think he would kill. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. Like, there's something in him that looks like he'll kill you. And that's, that always, always worked for me and Leon the Professional, yeah. where he's this goofy guy when he's around Natalie Portman. And the second he goes to do his job,
2: he turns he's on. business.
1: Yeah. So there's, there's a little switch in him. But yeah, yeah. I agree. Most of, like, 90% of yeah, him I'm in not, this movie I'm is just a not boy. buying
2: it. Yeah. It
1: is,
0: I, I guess, like, um, so the screenplay of this is by, we didn't mention David, uh, is it Cope? Cope Coop? Yeah. And uh, Robert, T- so David Coop, I guess he's the ninth most successful screenwriter of all wow. time. Like when you consider how much he's made, he's made like $2.3 billion.
2: And it's just based it's on stuff. Mission Impossible.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Like you kind of look at, I guess he did like Jurassic Park. No, I guess, he, yeah, he did Jurassic Park, Spider-Man, War of the Worlds. It's just weird. Like he's done this. Then he's done like Crystal Skull and Death Becomes Her and I Come and Pe- Like it's
1: just weird. But again, like mix. most most people consider Robert Town did most of the heavy lifting on this. Script. But even Robert Town is an interesting guy because he starts Chinatown. out doing a
0: Corman movie, he does Chinatown, but then he does Days of Thunder, which many consider like one of t- I think Days of Thunder is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but a lot of people consider that one of like Tom Cruise's worst films. The firm is pretty good. Tequila Sunrise is, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a weird mix. <laughs> Robert T- Corman, town Chimantown, and Days of Thunder. I think,
1: I think, like Chinatown was his like, like he everything about that. I suppose he's. I guess he's one of those guys that would come in and and just bump up scripts. He's yeah, kind yeah. of a script doctor more, and he just took money. Like that's the thing. Being a writer, and, and we're they're fighting right now to get their their rights. You mm-hmm. don't actually make a lot of money. That's why most writers eventually go. I got to be the director. That's the only way. uh, That's where the actual cash is. But uh, being into kind of puff up scripts, that's that can you can have a career. I know Pat and Oswald would go to these Mm -hmm. thing, these like script writing sessions where they would all get around. But I guess he was the one town on this where he's in there and really making the mechanisms of the movie work because. Even the story idea was, was it at Steve Zalion or what, whatever his name is that did Moneyball or whatever? Yeah.
3: I think he's the guy. Yeah, yeah. He,
1: the story's yeah, his. Yeah. Yeah, he's another strange guy. Like he did Falcon and the
0: Snowman, Schindler's List, Clear and Present Danger, Gangs in New York. I guess like those are kind of an Irishman. like. Yeah. I guess it's less, uh, less all over the place. But, but
1: uh, yeah, I, I think that's just the, if you're a working yeah. writer in Hollywood, uh, someone's gonna be like, Hey, uh, we can get you on a Harrison Ford movie. Well, is it any good? Well, not right now, it is. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Not, not any it good right be. now. <laughs> could be, maybe if you make yeah. it good. And sometimes they made it good and sometimes yeah. they might not, have not so. made it good. Yeah. But yeah,
0: that, that opening, um, I'm just going to say, I know people, I feel this film is kind of underrated now. Because I feel like this film, everyone considers it bottom tier now. And it's not, it it is different than the newer, like the last two films that are definitely action packed. Yeah. But
2: that's why to me, I kind of love it. It feels like an espionage spy film. Yeah.
0: It's a thriller. Like it's, it's, and it's, I just think there's some really great pieces. Like even the opening of this where everyone is getting knocked off. There's even like when before even the mission's going wrong, it's just little things. And it's like, oh shit, the elevator's not coming down. We got to figure out, too. There's a lot of little things that there's kind of already tension. And then when like shit starts going bad, and and I love too, there's all these people in the background. And you're like, are those
2: like, you recognize them? Like,
0: no, it's more like, yeah, are those like bad? Like, are they looking right into the camera? Is that Mm. like, did he not catch this? But then it all pays off because you find out that, again, we're going to spoil this for the. The, the until a the certain point I guess mm-hmm. they're IMF agents and there, there's yeah. a great scene there's a great scene where like uh, he's interviewing Kittredge which Kittredge is a Canadian boy actually Toronto yeah. boy and
1: honest you know. Kittredge is amazing oh, he's great. why yeah. is he not in the other movie? no he's,
0: he's gonna be in the new one oh, oh thank excellent. goodness uh, I think a strange thing I thought I saw it could be wrong but I thought um, the nerdy dude um, in the scene where he has, to, he has to break in the vault, the, the, the analyst. Yeah. What yeah. is he? Is he an uh, analyst? Yeah. Analyst. Analyst. Uh, anyways, the computer guy. The guy who gets diarrhea. Code. Yeah. Have, yeah. <laughs> I guess he might be in the newest one, which is kind
2: of interesting how, <laughs> how they're going yeah. to...
0: Yeah, I think it's going to hey, be a background he, or something. He went
2: to Alaska? Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Which
0: I, which I love. <laughs> in this movie, mm-hmm. I am Apple, Like Ethan Hunt, I get it's his mission. He's constantly... Fucking in, in later films too, he's stealing cars. He's stealing people's. It's like, yeah. imagine like your phone. It's like, uh, that's my car. I don't have another way of. Like, and this, like, mm-hmm. because of this thing, his mission. He just sent this guy who's just trying to do his job, and now is going to fucking have to go spend his time in the last. In all fairness, <laughs> everyone after gets fucked over. A
2: few of these movies. Would you trust anybody? IMF. I feel like every like movie is like it's getting infiltrated by something yeah. wrong. Like you're getting. Or it's fucked it's over. getting broken. Yeah. Or it's
0: uh, it's uh, ending. They're, yeah, they're ghost not good protocol. at their, their jobs. Yeah. It's, well, it's full of yeah. They're full of moles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's only this. The second one, he's not on the run, right? Yeah, yeah, I think the
0: second one's like the only film in all. I mean, I don't know about the two new ones, but in the the first six, six that uh, yeah, he's actually just working for IMF on a mission.
1: But I, I agree, like set piece after set piece in this movie, yeah. I find is excellent. I find the montages, uh, even when they bring the team together early mm-hmm. with John Voigt, when they he brings in the disavowed guys oh, later, that's awesome. They're all all great. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I. This was, uh, I didn't know because I hadn't seen this mm-hmm. basically since I was a, I don't know, was I a teenager the last time yeah. I saw this movie? It's really hard to, to to say. It's been a long time, mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't trust. I always like this movie, um, but yeah, De Palma seems like the perfect guy to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think Cruz. This was interesting to kind of. I don't think Cruz is as good of an actor as he is now. Um, no. Uh, well, I
0: think this is like him figuring out the action role, right? Like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't think he shoots any guns or anything in this. one. He shoots no
1: of, guns. There's barely any body count in the but whole. But it's movie. still him
0: doing action, and he's still kind of like trying to be that charming agent. I think he's still trying to figure out the character of Ethan Hunt, and I think. I don't know if it's until the third or fourth that he's really got that character. Like the second film, we'll talk about, but the second film, he's trying to be like Bond or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a completely different Ethan Hunt than like any of the other films. This Ethan Hunt
1: doesn't feel connected to. Like no, other than it's Tom Cruise, so there's inherent He's qualities. showing
0: a little bit of charm there. Like there's scenes at the, the table But it's it's all the, and he's got
1: that
2: cockiness a little bit. It, yeah. but it
1: the cockiness is dialed up to
2: But he's a young uh, agent, right? He, like that's probably what it is. Like he's probably like mature. I do love the you scene with
0: him and Max, the play the interplay
3: between yes. those two, which is uh, that that's
1: probably closest to what Yeah, yeah. Ethan Hunt that's kinda Vanessa... becomes. Redgrave. Redgrave, yeah, she's great.
3: I do
0: need a little bit of in this but uh
1: Yeah, she's awesome. I guess they've been trying to bring her back and she's she just always says no. Yeah. Um but no, I I I think actually like some of that. I think Ving Rames is awesome in this movie. I think mm. that he's as he's not as good in the other movies as he is in, in this yeah. one. Well,
0: they try to he has to be like the emotional friend in those other movies. where here he can just be the the <laughs> e- expert uh, yeah. hacker.
1: <laughs> I think Ving Rames is also a guy like He's clearly gotten worse as an actor over time. Yeah. I not Yeah, you know, he's probably
0: not doing as much acting, right? He, like yeah. when you're going from Mission Impossible, Paul, Fiction, all these big roles to like straight to video, Steven Seagal movies and shit, like it's probably hard to stay motivated. Yeah, and
1: it's he's really hard only to stay coming, coming back the for game. these
0: films, right? Like, I don't, th- I don't think he's in any other big mainstream movies are playing in theaters. I think everything else is a straight-to-video I, stuff. Yeah, I don't see him in, in
1: much...
3: Uh,
0: and even one of these, he disappears in a later one we'll talk about because he wanted, <laughs> like, too much money. And right. It's like, you're Bing Rames, we get it. You've been in these films, but, you know... yeah people aren't paying it to see See being me. Rams.
1: Yeah, if you leave the series, it's no one's no. Really it's a trivia. trivia, especially in, in these Part.
0: ones where like every movie has different agents mm. uh working with you. Um I did want to talk about that Kittrich thing quickly though, but that that's a great scene where he's like you haven't seen me when I mean? I'm yeah. but the, even the, the interplay between them cuz he's he's talking about he knows there's a mole but mm. they think the mole is uh Ethan yeah. Hunt and it's a great thing where he's kind of confused but up. then he realizes like you know who are the agencies like what are you talking about it's like boom boom and he starts yeah, and like around oh, there. all
1: that all that shit is so it's good. also shot incredibly from yeah. this low angle and it, yeah. it gets like and the tighter and tighter the cuts yeah. ha- happening the whole time um yeah, like De Palma definitely has a lot of fun mm-hmm. with a lot of these sequences mm-hmm. um it's kind of well, Brian, Brian
0: De Palma, is, yeah, he, this is definitely a De Palma movie. It's got all those crazy shots he likes to do in his, his movies that maybe don't always make sense, but yeah. they're kind of... He's kind of, I'm not going to say quite like Sam Raimi, but same kind of thing where sometimes he does an angle and you get it just like, let's just switch it <laughs> yeah. up. Even if it doesn't necessarily yeah. maybe you know the help the along. scene at all, it's just kind of like, let's just do a weird camera angle here. But I, I don't know, I, I like that about him just because it, it does... Mm spiced up a little bit, I guess. I think most of the time...
1: Own... I, I'll, I Maybe I'll disagree with that a little bit. I think he's always intentional with those cuts, but...
0: But I don't think they always necessarily work.
1: I don't think they always necessarily work. That's, uh, that's what I would agree. I, I don't think... I think every cut for him... Cuts are film language. There's a reason why he's doing that, and he's trying to showcase something or hide something. And some of his movies, often the cuts, that language actually gives something away or makes something more obvious. I saw that in Body W, you know, you've got the fucking drill that's supposed to be like basically this guy's penis going through the floor and killing this woman. Like, it's not that subtle how he ends up (laughs) shooting this thing. Um, But I I do think he's, you know, he comes from uh, kind of. Out of those 70s directors, he's probably the most precise, but also the one that's least interested in plot, and then he's got this incredibly plot-heavy m- movie, and it works, um, mm. and, and, and for me at least.
0: Yeah, uh, just a couple of things I, I have here. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, again, going back to like... And it had, it's in a lot of these movies. It's like, we need to get this knock list... If they fuck up, and that necklace gets out, you just killed like hundreds of thousands thousand of agents. People, I mean, in later films we see it with a nuclear code. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that on next episode that does get out and almost and like destroys the yeah. thing. Like a lot of these things, it's like, we're going to risk this, but don't worry, we'll make it work in the Ooh. end. And it's always like down to the last second. I mean, again, that's how these movies have to work, but yeah. it is kind of funny when you think about like, yeah, they, they're, they're kind of... Uh, I think actually the <laughs>
1: stakes in this one might be some of the lowest when yeah. you think about it where you, it, yeah. it's actually probably just hundreds of agents yeah. like yeah. in the... and and, you know, there's there has been cases of this that have happened where somebody's name has gotten out there and said where they were yeah. around the, the world. This case would be like – A couple. Usually if a spy, I guess, gets caught, the country says, that's our spy. We'll make a deal. But if they disavow them and say they were working on their own, they were doing their own thing. They get. They get executed usually in most countries around the world. One, I think it like could like be a,
0: blowing though like – Ten years of in some of these cases of undercover work mm-hmm. and everything as well, right? Um, Kyle's all about the work, not about the, b- <laughs> the, the human life. Well, no, I, I, we were already talking about it. They did, I'm saying on top of that, right? Yeah, it's not like we are the hundreds of lives or whatever. You know, they might get killed, but it's also you know uh, the the one thing I did want to mention as well. We haven't talked about Danny Elfman does a score. How did you guys feel? I guess he replaced. Was it Ellen, Ellen Silverstreet who did like twenty minutes to score that okay. replaced him, and then they got two
2: guys. Used to be a YouTube. Yeah, guy. yeah. Bon Two guys, of, no. Of, uh, no uh, Larry, Larry Mellon Jr. and Adam Clayton actually do did the this. Uh,
1: the the. Yeah, the I've always rendition. I've always liked their mm. kind of danced up version. Yeah, it was of cool. Mission Impossible. Um,
2: it's no limp, best kept be. cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I, I I think Elfman's <laughs> yeah. score is great. I think it works really well. Uh, and then I guess uh, one other
0: thing I want to talk about um, again without. Uh, no, we'll talk about this in spoilers. I think. Um, I think. Yeah, actually, one other thing, we were talking about the train sequence at the end and he he got like a real fucking giant fan that could blow, I think, 140 miles per hour to distort his face, which is cool. But there's another great moment where they're trying to get all this. He wants this like super fast train, not like a standard train. And they're going around and Brian De Palma has been trying every company for weeks. Tom Kerr's like, let me let me take care of this. He has dinner with like the one guy that Brian De Palma really want the next day. They're filming on the train. Yeah, And you <laughs> right. you hear that later on. Uh, for one of the other films too, where they couldn't get something, it was Springsteen's shirt. Yeah, yeah, Springsteen He just called Springsteen because he used to be He's his like the neighbor. A, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And, and I think is that which one's that in?
1: Uh, that's in oh, the fourth four. one. So
0: we'll talk about the next episode. But yeah, another. <laughs> you just you just gotta love these crew stories where you know he he kind of gets what he wants. But um, yeah, I guess the rest. I think we can. I think we should have a spoiler section for this, sure. right? Yeah. Um, because I think I think it's yeah. a bit of a, a shocker where it goes. Maybe. Um. Yeah. So we'll put the time at. The, or I guess we should give our scores, right? Or in your overall thoughts. Yeah,
1: I'm
2: gonna go eight. I I really oh. dig this movie. Yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm gonna go higher than that. Um.
2: How high is he gonna go?
0: Yeah. Uh. I might go nine. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm going nine as well. Oh yeah. Ah, this nice. is I I again I will see when I rewatch them all. But this is usually up there for me. So mm. it always kills me when people are like. I can't believe how bad like part one really sucks. It's crazy how good this franchise got, and I'm just like, no, but part one's great. Mm.
1: Yeah, like I, I I tend to miss some elements that this movie gives yeah. that the other ones don't. Well, unfortunately,
0: I really think it's because this up. one. I mean, this film was when I mean, we'll talk about a, a big box office success, yeah. but I think it was one of those ones where everyone went and saw it. But then afterwards, people were like, yeah, it was too confusing. I didn't love it. So they yeah. had to go like- The well, too confusing thing verse. was
1: always like uh, brought up. And I guess that's a good segue. Why is it too confusing?
2: Did spoilers? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll put the time at the bottom. Uh, If you don't want, I think you should skip ahead because I think it's it's, I think it's a bit of a surprise the first time. Like again, it happens the last twenty minutes, thirty minutes we start knowing maybe, but yeah,
1: I still think it's a big reveal. So there's a great sequence where um, his boss, John Voight, uh, Mm. what's John Voight's name in this? It's the original. Uh, Phelps, um, Jim Phelps, Jim Phelps, Jim Phelps, who supposedly has died. Ethan Hunt sees him bleeding into his hands uh, on camera, uh, surveillance camera, and and then fall over a bridge. He's supposed to be dead. And then he, he meets him in the train station. They have this back and forth. And what a goddamn so great good. montage that yeah, is. Yeah, it's
0: so good where he's talking. Phelps is talking as if Kittredge is the mole. Mm-hmm. At this point, Cruz knows Phelps is the mole, so he's kind of explaining as if it's Kittredge, but in your in that we're seeing on the screen Phelps doing it because that's how he knows, yeah, so it's this great scene where it's talking as if, and I think that could maybe confuse people. he's talking as yeah. Kittredge did it. But it's showing Phelps, and it's because he's, Tom Cruise going on with it. But he knows it all
2: together right. how he
0: did it, and he's and, already figured this out ahead of yeah. time, right? We have saw kind of little clues.
1: He finds the Bible. He finds the Bible that says yeah. the, the Drake Job, yeah. uh, Chicago Drake Hotel, mm-hmm. and he knows that's where. And he's also John already Boyd got was. we didn't mention, but
0: Claire Phelps comes back too. She didn't die, yeah. and you know, is she with him? And that's the whole thing too. Is She working with him, and that's he has to set this big thing up too. To find out that as well, is she in on this whole time, or is she, you know she out of the loop,
1: yeah, and you find out that it was both of them yeah, working yeah. together, um but she had misgivings potentially about some of it, um and she doesn't want to kill her. like again I think, yeah.
0: I think there is some kind of thing there between a no her and there's and definitely
1: her. a romance yeah. like, um uh, implied romance, i think, and uh, yeah you 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 get this big reveal where they meet on the train, and he's uh, In John Voight's, uh, he's skin. got a, yeah. skin, and and she kind of gives up all the details yeah. to him at that point. Yeah. To yeah. Ethan and Hunt,
0: it's great. Um, and then uh, I guess we should still talk spoilers at this point, but yeah, and then you get like you know the big action sequence on yeah, the train, train, and a helicopter um, at a which I always find and... funny. And it, you find that in a lot of these, like the bad guy, is always like this old, like it's
1: John Voight, who's <laughs> yeah. like.
0: However old and he's
1: kicking. He's the younger shit out than of Tom Cruise is now.
0: Yeah, yeah, but Tom Cruise is. But a Tom Cruise is yeah talent. fitter than yeah. I am now. Um, probably all of us combined. Mm. Um, that guy can fucking run. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I-, I like the action sequence again. Like I always thought it was CGI. I think some of it because of how it's all combined. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't. But I, I still think it's a kind of pretty exciting scene. I do like the red light, green light, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. the gum, and you know, it- it's 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 fine. I do think like. We get way better action sequences in yes. later yeah. films, but again, I think uh, I think can we end spoilers now? Sure. Do you yeah. guys have anything else? Yeah. No, no, that's good. I'll, so, end of spoilers. I will say, I think the final action sequence is good, but I think like. The uh, obviously the heist, which we barely even talked about, into um, Langley, oh, like the, uh, yeah. I still think that is as good as any of the other set pieces yeah. in the other ones. And I think the, the opening is fucking incredible too, even though maybe you might not see it as a set piece. I think like how it all plays and the tension constantly and trying to get this mission to work is tense but then when everything else starts happening it's like this double tension yeah we'll see so, when
1: we we watch all yeah, the yeah we can maybe like ones. almost
0: rank yeah. the top 5 or 3 Heist you know or, set pieces or, set or whatever pieces. Yeah, yeah
1: cuz I would put those two and I do feel this is why I was like do I go 9 do I go 8.5 like and it's all because of the end train sequence yeah. but I'm still f- kind of into it because mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually yeah. into the consequences yeah. of what's going to happen there where we'll talk about a few of these other movies the consequences yeah. d- aren't always yeah. there or are not always set up uh or, or executed yeah. a- as well so um yeah it was a big hit
0: yeah, yeah. 80 million dollar budget 457.7 million i think it broke all a bunch of records it beat uh, the t- terminator 2 um which had i think oh, wow. was that opening wednesday uh it beat Terminator two. Yeah. Broke a bunch of records. This is
1: four hundred and ninety six, not four hundred in, in in right now too, right? Mm-hmm. Like
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I don't think it's adjusted it's for not, inflation. And it's not it adjusted. It would probably
1: be closer to and other markets, really like how much bigger China yeah, is yeah. now. And it's it's easier to have some of those bigger numbers uh, mm-hmm. now. They wouldn't have spent even close to the same on marketing that the later pictures yeah. are having. Yeah. But yeah, I think this beat
0: Jurassic Park. For oh, wow.
1: A bunch of things. I think it only lasted like one year. This, yeah.
0: I think this is, we're getting into the era where every year it's a movie is breaking beat, records. Dethroned. At least until Titanic comes and kind of keeps it. uh, uh to no one's surprised Tom Cruise, instead of getting the big pay, took uh, instead of getting the $20 percentage. million, piece yeah. took a percentage and, of, of course, paid off for him. <laughs> um, it always does. It seems that's the way to go, um, unless you think your film is going to suck. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just saying that there's... Yeah, and it was actually George Lucas was the one that uh, uh, convinced there was going to be more of a, a love triangle between Hunt, Phelps, they filmed and the it. Phelps. Um and yeah and it was Lucas that I guess,
1: oh interesting. Convinced
0: Brian De Palma. I think so. He I think he was at a test screening and saw how the audience reacted and and, and said to Brian De Palma, yeah, you might want to
2: get rid of that. They think they're in the scene.
1: wrong
0: movie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and yeah, the only other thing I have is there, there's rumors that uh, Cruz and De Palma didn't get along. I guess De Palma didn't do really too much. Uh, but for a those,
1: lot of right. people think it's just because he was in the middle of divorce too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Tom um, Cruise or De Palma? De
1: Palma. So, yeah, that's um, Mission Impossible. Because he kind of disappeared just in general. Yeah. So, was it crude? Now, he got offered to do Mission Impossible 2, which we're going to talk Ooh. about now. But again, Mission
0: Impossible 2, I wonder if, too, it was like, we can't do that thing again. People want more action, less confusing. Yeah. And Brian DePaul like, well, that's not really my thing. Potentially. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on. Let's throw up, uh, move on, because we got it. We got two films covered today. Let's throw up the trailer for Mission Impossible 2.
3: Located.
0: <laughs> Identity confirmed. Good morning, Mr. Hunt. Sorry I barged in on your vacation.
3: Well, Mr. Hunt, I don't quite know where to begin. You know? Me? No. Should
0: I? She's got no training for this kind of thing. But To go to bed with a man alive, I mean, she's a woman. She's got all the training she needs. Welcome to Australia, mate.
3: This ain't funny. The mother of all nightmares is on the loose. I don't think I can do it.
0: I mean it'll be difficult? Uh-huh. Very. Well, this is not mission difficult, Mr. Hunt. It's
4: mission impossible. <laughs> difficult should be a walk in the park for you.
2: You gotta be kidding. <laughs>
3: message will destruct in five seconds.
0: Ethan Hunt teams with professional thief Naya Nordoff Hall to find but not destroy a genetically modified disease called Chimera held by rogue IMF agent Sean Ambrose, who is Nordoff's. Paul's former lover. That's a mouthful. There, I don't know why they included. I found the synopsis on like IMDb. So I don't know why they're, they're including her last name because I did not know her last name in the movie.
1: Well, I, I think uh, this whole movie I need to open a beer for.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this is a movie. Um, I think this this is my first Tom Cruise movie in theaters. I'm trying to think. Maybe not. I'm trying to think of what it would have been. It might have been.
1: You didn't see Mission Impossible? In I theater. didn't see the first one. No. I'm trying. Uh, I. Yeah, I I'd seen This Would Not Be Mine. I never, I did not, and I did not see this in theater. I saw this in clips on TBS over the last 20 years and uh, usually would flip away after seeing a sequence in...
0: I, I was so pumped for this movie. I mean, it just looked like a crazy action movie, I think. Is this John Woo after Face Off, I believe? I think this is the first
1: one after Face Off.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, I'm, a, I'm a John Woo fan. I'm a Tom Cruise fan. This has got everything... Limp Bizkit maybe less so, but uh, it's kind of, it, it kind of got everything. And I, I remember again, when I saw Mission Possible 1 as a kid, like it was confusing to me. So I was, let's do a, a crazy cool action right. movie. Um, Hans Zimmer's doing the score. It's kind of got, got a lot going for it. Um, so yeah, this is John Woo. Um, again, I've, I've seen The Killer and Hard Boiled, I believe. I don't. I don't think I, I need to revisit them again. They're films that, like, for some reason, have been lost. They haven't had a good. They've had like mm. shitty blue releases. Everyone's been wanting Criterion or something. Yeah, I guess there's weird rights issues. But I've been wanting to revisit a lot of John Woo. Even Face Off, I haven't seen. Well, in this probably is, I 20 got. Years.
1: Um, I think it was it was hard boiled from the library maybe a decade ago, and I was like, I'm gonna this will be the start of my John Woo. And I I looked at it and it was like. What's wrong with this movie? Oh, scratched up or No, it just looks so it, it yeah. was a DVD then, but and I think oh. Criterion
0: even put out and it looked like looks shit. Horrible. They put out a DVD mm. that looked like shit. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know, John Woo and then like I saw Paychecks and really liked that enough like when it was so forgettable. I will say I haven't seen all of his recent films, but Red Cliff that he did maybe 10 years ago, it's like a two-part epic like I think it's like each part is two and a half, three hours. That's a great fucking movie. You guys haven't seen that. No, you, I haven't If said, you enjoy that? Big War, Braveheart, Kingdom of Heaven type movies, watch that it's one. Make real. sure you get the the big the cut, though, that's like five hours long or something, because um, I think they did like edited for you, North America, cut some bullshit. Weird. It's a great fucking movie. I highly recommend that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I need to revisit John Woo and see if he holds up. Hard Target's one I've been wanting to watch, because after this one... <laughs> I'm like maybe John Woo's not for yeah. me. I there's things I like tough. about this, and we'll we'll talk about. It. There's things I like, but um, yeah, this this film I saw on theaters, loved it, and and as a kid, not you know probably my was would probably my favorite movie that year. Now watching it, I mean, every time I watch it, it gets worse and worse. Even the last time I watched it, I kind of had more fun with it, whereas this time just couldn't do it, eh? It, it really, it's just very very cheesy,
1: and it's so dated, mm-hmm. like. It know. it feels like a time capsule of all the worst impulses.
0: But even yeah. Tom Cruise, the choices he makes, like, and he's in charge of this, so we can't blame John Woo or anything. Like, you know, John Woo was doing what Tom Cruise said He's doing like Bond in here. I think we were talking about yeah. Maddie. It's like, he, he how is, fast can he
2: get his fuck game on? He, it like, is so <laughs> terrible and like like cringy, terrible. Like, yeah, like is, I
1: feel so bad for Thady Noonan, who I usually really like.
2: She should be. She is actually. She is charming in this, yes. and she's trying to like play it. But he is just like slobbering all over her and like he's, uh,
1: he's just not
2: good at that yeah, yeah. like
1: you if he's got to be horny tom cruise it's got to be <laughs> eyes wide shut where he's yeah. actually pathetic yeah. right yeah he he's not like i don't <laughs> feel like he's that type of guy have you yeah.
2: guys watched the office when there's night night michael where he comes yeah. and wearing the jeans he turns his hat yeah. backwards and he's all like like a dick that's what i feel tom cruise is as like i, I get the impression cruise.
0: he's like a I think he's like, like he runs the thing. He likes being in control. But I also get the impression he's a shy guy when it comes to romance. You know? yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't see him as the Sean Connery, the Bond. Yeah, and I agree. Like he's good. At, like Jeremy McGuire, I think he's great. At that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But again, that's a different. Like, yeah, this isn't like getting his cock out. Tom Cruise. Yeah, there's like, a yeah.
1: desperation in all those. There's no desperation no. in this. He seems like he's in control. So there's like the meet cute. It's, like, yeah.
0: it's like five minutes in, and they fucking. Four- it's fourteen minutes in. Where they're in bed?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: okay, I thought it was five.
1: After I, I, I you guys told me it was five. <laughs> but there's a the whole cliff scene, right? One yeah. of the so weirdest
0: car chases in the history. I was see. I like kind of like, like. I think it's kind of fun. This it's an it, interesting it, dance between cars.
3: Yeah, but, but it makes
0: no sense because again, so How many people are they almost killing yeah. so they can do this little thing? And even her, she almost fucking dies. <laughs> mm. It's just like, what do you what? Yeah, it, make, it, it, it makes no like sense. It again, it's so from, weird. It's Goldeneye, too. right? That's where it bought from Goldeneye. Yeah, they do the same thing. that. The difference is. That is like a villain, yeah. and right. he probably doesn't care if he kills her.
1: Which this, I think like, they're trying to set it up like she's a thief, maybe she's mm, bad or what. Yeah. But you never believe she's bad; you yeah. always believe. I think she's it's good.
0: supposed to be she's a badass equal to him. They're both badasses. Yeah. They're both.
1: Can, it's totally yeah. notorious with yeah. uh, more convoluted <laughs> shit. The w- horrible villain. How bad is he this is guy? Pretty bad. He was almost fucking Wolverine.
2: I saw this. That, that, that's insane. That the only reason he didn't get Wolverine because of this, like.
1: I do no, feel of kind course. of bad for. Him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah he was signed on for Wolverine. Yeah.
0: This film went long, so he had to to, to do Back the, out.
1: the reshoots. I, and I, I bet. Quit. I bet he ruins
0: X Men
2: yeah it definitely (laughs) would be he he might have yeah again
0: he doesn't have the the looks that hugh jackman has and i think that worked like men were like yeah wolverine kicks ass and women were like yeah he's hot yeah i don't know if you get that. i mean mind you i guess he was a bit of a heartthrob and he did ever after drew barrymore i don't see it in this yeah the other shitty thing about that guy though is what was the other thing that he almost got yeah he was like one of the runner-ups for bond and didn't get screwed over but he got Daniel Craig got picked over him like he was that close too imagine like you're so close to Wolverine and Bond and now you're doing like what is he doing Uh, I
1: don't know what he's ever done like I was like who is this guy and why is he so terrible I do like
0: the idea
1: of a rogue IMF agent
0: as a bad guy someone that's his equal and like fighting because again most of these movies like you
2: have old farts (laughs) like he's cutting off his buddy's fingers like there is like some like uh, uh, a badassness about him that I kind of dug that like you don't really see in many villains
1: but None of it's... Be- I don't no, believe his that him as that a that? badass. When that turn happens and he takes his cigar, yeah. that scene blows. Like, yeah. the whole thing... I do like the opening where Tom
0: Cruise that's in the plane and we get to see like uh, kind yeah, of yeah, evil yeah. Tom oh, Cruise yes. for a
1: second yeah. and
0: he like... Boom, and he kills the guy, and you're like, shit, what's going on? Yeah. And I
1: like that guy. Uh, I oh, He's got a very yeah, he's an crazy Eastern European name. He's got a movie that I forgot about from 2007 called Fugitive Pieces that oh. I actually own, that I kind of want to go back right, to now, because I was like, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, like I like that guy. Um, but yeah, he's got a... Cr- well, I can never... I'm never going to be able to pronounce We, we it.
0: didn't mention uh, the screenplay, and this is Robert Town again, but strangely the guys that came up with the story were two guys that are like famous for doing all the star Trek series and movies. And she's yeah. like, that. I think one of them did 24. It's just weird. Like wh- why mm-hmm. would you think getting guys that did the star Trek TV series? to
1: Yeah. And but you I got Robert just- town coming back in to punch up the script. Yeah. didn't yeah. work this time.
0: Nope. Um, uh, we bring back Ving Rhames, of course. He, he's in most of these films. And he's, he's
1: good in this. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't really care. You have John Polson, who's kind of the crazy Australian. He's going to be the, the, the pilot. Yeah. I, he's forgettable. You can kind of understand why they don't bring him back for later. Yeah. You kind of see that in these films. Eh? like The people that on his team that make an impression come back, and the people that are forgettable don't. Eve, mm-hmm. Even I would like, argue there's one in another film that I wish came back. Even but Anthony
1: Hopkins is like... He's fine, and I think he's fine. He has his. that Mission Impossible yeah, line. That, that's yeah. exactly what
2: he says. Like, if it was not, it's called Mission yeah. Impossible, not Mission. Uh, what was he saying? Mission Probable. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: whatever that line is, is, is horrendous. Well, I guess Ian McKellen was offered. He and he, and he it down. would have missed Gandalf and X Men. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. He would have ruined his whole life. Well, I don't
0: know. Do you think cause this was probably like a one day shoot or something? Right. Two
1: days. Five. Shoot? Five. So I guess if he didn't take this, because of how. Intense the Lord of the Rings shoot was. He would have. He wouldn't have been doing it, and the X Men people needed like commitment for whatever. Yeah. And this was also delayed heavily, so the dates were always moving because of Eyes Wide Shut.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, yeah. Um, break, I guess.
0: S- speaking of the dialogue, I guess, um, and you're talking about how, how do you pronounce him? Is it Thandi Newton or Th-
2: Th- Th- Thandi?
0: I think it's Th- 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 Thandi Newton. Thandi Newton. Um, I guess she's talked about it recently, more recently, coming years that like. There is a scene. Tom Cruise is fucking stressed because there's so much pressure for this film to do well, and like, and I don't think she blames him. I think she says yeah. it at the end. But like, Tom Cruise knew that this script sucked. Like he's saying to her, like, "How do we make these shitty lines so work?" They and they're trying to like reverse. They, they started,
1: but oh, you be me and I'll be you. And I guess it freaked her out.
2: Yeah, to yeah. be in a
1: movie this of this size yeah. and and the main guy is, is losing. worried about it. So she never felt comfortable the whole time she was. I making think that's the problem
0: with time, uh, sorry, not the problem. I think most of the time it works. Mm-hmm. I think though when you're the star, but also the producer, you have like sometimes it can not work. Yeah. I think like most of the time, but then you have like movies like The Mummy that I think Tom Cruise interference probably hurt that film more. Like he came in and let's get rid of it. It's got to be a Tom Cruise film now, right? Yeah. And, but at the same time, that's why they they were probably hoping it would sell as a Tom Cruise movie instead of a small horror film. That didn't pay off. I think sometimes him coming in full control doesn't work. And later films, I mean, it definitely does for sure. Yeah. But you, you
1: could kind of see. It's the, funny. The mummy isn't that long ago, but we've all just like stuck it in. I the back was pocket. actually
2: thinking about Brandon Fraser a fraction when you brought that up. Like yeah. he was involved in that. Like oh, I totally forgot. That, that, was, that he was the in beginning the
1: of the the Universal
0: Monster Universe yeah. that died after that movie. They yeah. had like Johnny Depp cast and never got to make his movie. Russell Crowe, all these people, and it never happened.
1: It, 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 uh, I do uh, like I think when he sticks in his lane. Mm-hmm. Well, I think again, I think something like that
0: where he kind of came in as a, almost like for hire. And they already had their idea planned and then he's gonna like try to turn it, it doesn't work. When mm-hmm. usually when he's there from the beginning, it does work. I think this film though, he's coming off Mission Possible that's a big success, but also people don't want that movie because even though it's a success, people came out of theater like I didn't.
1: And he's got love an idea in his head that every movie I'll work with someone different yeah. and I'll make a different kind of thing yeah, and it'll um, be which is a good idea. Yeah. And
0: I yeah, I liked it, but now that like, Chris McCory has been so fucking good. Yeah. I'm kind of like, no, that's fine. Because I remember when that first happened, he came out for a second film. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that we're getting a new director each time. But then when I go back and watch this, I'm yeah, kind of okay with the Chris yeah. McCory because I think, like, he
1: gets... He also films. has a huge imprint on the fourth movie, which we'll talk about yeah. next week as well. Um Like, you see the changes he made in Ghost Protocol, and you go, oh, yeah. this dude had Like, he he just understands what these movies are all about. Mm. Um And and, yeah, John Woo, unfortunately, maybe it needed more pigeons or more doves, less pigeons. I I don't know. I do feel,
0: again, I think John Woo came over. He's a guy, he doesn't speak a lot of English. He's dealing with Tom Cruise, who is probably... D- directing slash producing. You know what I mean? Yeah. like, t- And John Woo's probably used to being like, in his country, he's the king. Here's your money. Go make your crazy action film that's going to be awesome and the audience is going to love it. And now he's coming over here and Tom Cruise control and Tom Cruise is a big actor where he's probably worried about him hurting and he's like, no, we're going to use a real fucking knife, which is crazy. <laughs> they show yeah. that in the making of He's got a real knife, and he's got—he actually like jumps at him with a real knife. But he's got it on a rope sequence, so it's gonna stop right like an oh, inch from his face. Wow. It is fucking crazy yeah. seeing them do this scene. That's insane. You don't need to do this, Tom Cruise. Do yeah. your crazy. Like I get some of the
1: other stuff. No one is ever gonna know.
0: No. Yeah. Um. But this is this is definitely we're getting more of the stunts. He's he's hanging off the mountains, which again they didn't want him to do. Um. That was like a whole issue as well is that the insurance
1: issue yeah. that they no had? the insurance issue was him doing almost Everything. any, any oh, okay. of these stunts he was supposed to do none of the the most dangerous stunts it was like 95 percent he's uninsured but i know like yeah they didn't want him to just, he's like no we're, i'm gonna do it
0: and yeah. like i think he barely had safety nets like he's got a couple ropes but there's no safety net and all that mount stuff and he really does a jump and i think injured himself it's crazy and i love too it's like yeah, you know what, we were looking to change it, but I couldn't think of any other way to open it. It's like what? Like there's probably a hundred <laughs> yeah, other ways. ways. You just wanted to go fucking do your rock climbing con yeah. cruise. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the opening. I think it's kinda of funny. I do like the score in this. I like Except the why Zimmer. is
1: they why are they playing Iko Iko?
0: That's a weird one,
2: right? No.
1: Ico Iko remix. I think it works for no, that. No, it's scene. so dumb. <laughs> it's like uh,
2: the ra- they wanted to bring back some of the rain man, <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah, like it's tol- like it's totally like some sort of callback to rain man mm. in this movie. It makes I didn't even get that. Yeah, I just
0: thought it feels like like that type of an Australian type yeah. music. I don't know. I, Wherever he's supposed to
2: be. Is it supposed oh, okay. to be in Australia? I, I don't No. It's probably I Utah he's or something be. like that when he's climbing. Oh, I don't know. They don't really say where he is, Yeah, do they, they don't they? Say,
1: say where he is. But no. I don't know, but
0: I do. It I, seems I, like the I think Utah. the Hans Zimmer score, there, there's a couple moments there, bad, like mm-hmm. the shit with like, the during the Bond stuff, where it kind of becomes like, Bang,
3: yeah.
0: like this porn music, Bang, <laughs> when yeah. he first meets the girl, all that shit, like all that seems is bad. Yeah. But I think there's, there's some good score. Like I, this is one of my favorite scores for them. I think Hans Zimmer does a good mm-hmm. job. Like there's not too many. that don't like Hacks the sequence. Yeah, again, I don't love all that, but I think there's some that really do work. Like, when he has to, you know... I, I, I like that cheesy line where he's... And it's stolen from Last Mohicans, I believe. It's because a, it's pretty uh, fucking close. It's
1: a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's close to it. Where
0: he's like... Um, it's what, not what it, as good
1: of a line, it, like, uh, jump and I'll find you, or...
0: Yeah, what what is it? Um... Just stay alive. I won't lose you. And he throws the thing, blows up. Oh yeah, because she
1: she jumps. But I like all the music hits. during
0: that sequence. I like. I even like the dialogue. It's funny because the, the scene she didn't like the dialogue where they're saying how shit is. I kind of like it. It's cheesy too, but I like wait, where. Wait, is that the racetrack? No, where they're at mm. the um. It's where they're they're first talking. Yeah. And he finds out. He just found out that he has to fucking prostitute his new girlfriend on this mission um which is kind of like I like the thing where she he's like uh you know just you know it'd be would it make you feel better if I if I said I don't want you to do this and she's like yes and he's like I uh what does he say like I can't remember it (laughs) fuck I wrote it down oh yeah then he says then feel better like I like that it's kind of cheesy but I like I don't know you kind of feel for him at this point
1: that it's a bad version though of the notorious scene on the same balcony yeah like the, the, this the, like i couldn't believe how much they're ripping off a movie i love yeah. this whole time with just all the worst versions bad villain mm. n- guy's not charming like there's barely any danger she gets poisoned in this, too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. with the uh, cr- cr- Crimea? It, phyto- oh, yeah, virus? of
1: course. <laughs> Fuck this
2: movie. What I've already forgotten. Like, about yes, this. when
1: she <laughs> checks herself with the poison, that's the whole end of
2: this uh, movie. Ving Rhames and Tom Cruise are talking about what this Crimea thing, and they actually look at the camera and say, it's that simple? And they're like, yep, it's that, that simple. simple. <laughs> Almost like, it's like they wink at us. They're like, yeah, don't worry about the plot.
0: I do love how, too, they're like, you know, we have no other way, and it's like, you guys are mission, but you guys do all these crazy shit. You're yeah. telling me you can't find a better way. You know where this guy, like, you can't find you yeah. can't find a better way to get this guy than make this woman go like fucking mm. sleep with him. I don't know, but
1: but yeah, even that that whole sequence that i basically forgotten because it's forgettable. Of when he breaks into the lab is just like such a bad ripoff of Langley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think there's
0: too many, considering it's John Woo. Like, I kind of don't mind maybe the action one at the end with the motorcycles, some of it. Like, some of that's real shit they were doing, which is kind of crazy. Some of it's goofy, where he's, like, on the side of the... And how much goddamn slow
1: motion do you have to deal with in the second half of that fight sequence? I don't don't
0: mind the slow motion stuff. Again, I'm a Zack Snyder fan, I guess. That's kind of John Woo's thing, right? At the time, like, American movies weren't doing too much of that. So this was, like... This is kind of bringing a lot of that into American I just audiences. I feel like uh, I remember being kind of cool it, when I first saw it.
1: It's so brightly lit. This is one of the, the sections that I was like, "I'm not watching this on TV." Yeah. Um, but I, I was not the. This was already like I was not the test market in 2000 for this.
2: Yeah, because we would have been, I guess, eighteen, seventeen when this came out. This should have been like the okay, yeah, yeah fucking a. Like I no, was like this, this was the. Big movie. Oh yeah, I, I, I remember I, I saw. It I people hated we it all when it first loved it. came out. Yeah, I really didn't and like it. it. Uh,
0: I remember, yeah, like it was the film that everyone mm-hmm. saw. Like it was a huge success, and people for the most yeah. part liked it. And maybe not reviewers, but I think with the mainstream audiences,
1: no one I knew liked it. And that's when I was yeah. like, okay, then I'm definitely not going to see this. Metallica fans. Because <laughs> there was it. <laughs> a group of my friends. I was. I think I was be like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess I'll see the Mission Impossible. But did they like the Face Off? Like, I think if you enjoyed, they face-off, love Face Off. Oh, okay.
0: Hmm.
1: Love like and and these were like. Huge like Cruz. They love the fucking. They like. They love Limp Biscuit. Like they loved all of this stuff and they were like, fucking uh, not a good movie, man. <laughs> um. So I think yeah, the, yeah, I the, the difference with Face junk- Off is yeah. you got two actors that can go in and play. Their strengths are playing heightened. Mm-hmm. Cruz is heightened, but in a different way, right? Like he he's a heightened personality. He's not like a. But he, there's nothing like. There's something weird about him and if you accentuate that, you kinda repel from him. He's not charming mm-hmm. anymore. It's just like the romance in this. It's like, oh gross, man. Yeah.
0: I, I guess- don't know if I felt it was gross. I do feel like it just happens and they're in love and in bed like two soon. I feel I
1: no, I yeah, feel, like, feel like it feels like a yeah. like
2: a dog slobbering.
1: Yeah, he's, he's 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 he ends up being creepy or something. Mm. Like it's just it's just out of his nature to be that way. Um, or maybe it's not, and maybe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like that scene in the bathtub is kind like, of oh, yeah, right. like all right, yeah, like
0: all that. But I think after that, I don't mind their relationship. I think that whole like they, their they introduction in the bathroom themselves. is, is
1: mm-hmm. gross. They but they kind of separate themselves pretty yeah. quickly, though, right? I don't mind the stuff of the racetrack. But I don't think he's ever like I, I as
2: thought cheesy. The racetrack was easy. probably the best part in this movie for me. Like, I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. Like, I have, like they have the uh, eye monitor and the ear monitor, and they're kind of like it's a bit of a tension there. I found.
1: Yeah, but... I, 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 yeah, and I, but, I like the that, race to. The tickets. And yeah, that's probably the best. That
2: being thing. said, that wasn't that great of a scene. <laughs> like, I really didn't like that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I
1: yeah. think
0: there's a lot of like moments, but I, mm-hmm. I can't think of like any like I can't think about, of any <laughs> moments. When we're talking best set pieces, I don't think there's anything in this film yeah. that would make my favorite set pieces. I like I I don't know. There's elements I like to it. I don't think it's a complete piece of shit, yeah. but it's definitely. By far the, the worst of the series
2: for me. Is there even like a spoiler section in this or not? No, no really. I don't
0: think so like, so how do you guys feel about the Limp Bizkit? Uh,
2: I think I, the best biscuit. song ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't mind it for but whatever. Yeah. It's not like it's in it much. Um, the only other thing I, I like the, the one line. It's total cheese, but uh, we just rolled up a snowball and tossed it in hell. Now we'll see what chance it has. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, this movie is total cheese yeah, dialogue, yeah. right? Like it's it's like someone that thought they were doing really cool scenes, and maybe at the time they were, mm-hmm. but man, a lot of those don't don't. Uh, and hold I think up.
1: also like it's it's not like a Van Damme movie. You just don't have the components. Cruise takes everything too goddamn serious, mm-hmm. like. This is a guy, yeah. Like he's not afraid of. I don't making know. Van Damme movies, I almost
2: feel like take more serious. I guess even like Hard Target, he takes himself pretty damn seriously yeah. in that one. But Van like Damme is in, yeah. in
1: inherently.
2: A cheese fella. Yeah, like a
1: that's, he's, he's that's he's where he lives. Like that's where yes. he he
0: thrives. Yeah, I think you expect more from Cruise. Like yeah. this is definitely
1: Cruise will poke fun of himself. I'm not yeah. saying he's uh, like devoid of humor. I think he he's able to. Do I
0: don't that. think it's a humor. I think it's again like you said, like he's trying to be a playboy
2: and womanizer,
0: a, 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 and I don't yeah, buy it. A
2: weird time because he was like lo- off the rails in the public media, right around There's, this No, no, like, no this like, is the that's next part one. three, uh, which we'll talk about next episode. But um,
0: no, th- this is like. So, what are you guys gonna give this? This film was huge. Um, this,
2: this is a hard one for me. Like, I want to give a five. Like, I really didn't like this movie. So I'm thinking like maybe like four point five.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna go quite that low. I yeah. think there's still some fun to be had, but I am. Yeah, it's five and a half. I mean, if I was generous, six, but it's probably five yeah. and a half for me.
2: Yeah, and
1: I'm gonna four. I think I'm being. Yeah, this was one where I was like, oh, I. Definitely made the right decision with my life. Yeah, um, never wa- and I'll never watch this movie again. No, I don't
2: think so. There's no reason to. I feel this not, is no s- connectivity. Second time Kyle made me watch it for a podcast because we clung this before, <laughs> didn't we?
0: Yeah, oh, podcast. Oh, and more, more. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this film was a uh, fucking massive fool me so once. Yeah. So. <laughs> hundred twenty to twenty hundred twenty five million budget made five hundred forty six point four million. I think it again. It uh, it was the fourth highest opening weekend, but that's because like. We're coming off of fucking Independence Day, Star Wars Episode One, uh. so it couldn't be number one after those ones. But it's yeah, it's a huge hit. Um,
1: I think was it the biggest of that year? I kind of want to see this. This will be interesting. Maybe we can pull this up for one of the next episodes. That give me the top twenty movies of all time, and see if. Any of them will make my top 100s. Are,
0: are we talking adjusted for inflation or not adjusted for inflation? Not, let's, let's, if it's not adjusted for inflation, it's just the past movie, It's like the past superhero movies of the past five yeah. years. It is literally, you'd be surprised. It's like whatever generic Marvel film came out is pretty much top 10. Like It's crazy. I think Aquaman made over a billion uh, Fast dollars. and
2: Furious 10 or something like that? Probably the uh, <laughs> it's, Yeah, it's all movies in the past five yeah.
0: years. Outside of like Avatar and Titanic, I right. think everything else is just whatever big movie from the Interesting. past Interesting. You'd have to do inflation. Adjust for
1: inflation. I bet even adjust for inflation.
2: Jurassic Park's probably up there.
1: Jurassic Park, I'd have to watch again. Gone with the Wind, E.T. Would never make my top 100. E.T. I don't think would make the the you inflated. Don't so? I don't think it would be top 20 inflated, uh, uh, with A- Empire?
2: Empire Strikes Back? Well, probably not going to make your top 100, though.
1: And I don't know if that... Yeah, I don't I mean. think it would make it either. I think if you go to like the behemoths, the movies that make insane amounts... Jaws?
2: Of- would Jaws be up there?
1: No, because Jaws started this whole trend, but was still yeah. early in it. It would be interesting to know.
2: Yeah.
1: We'll do it on the next one. Okay, the, the only yeah.
2: thing I wanted
0: to say is yeah, so this film actually ended up being um, the biggest film of the year. It actually beat out Gladiator oh, wow. um, box office. A
1: movie that, if you know, that would make maybe my top. Yeah.
0: Really? Of all time?
1: I don't know. Top 100? I could see it. I uh, have top 200. Maybe, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think yeah.
1: Yeah, top hundred is hard, right? Like you really get in the mm-hmm. degree. Like what what is Gladiator for me? Is that that's probably an eight point five. So yeah, yeah, probably doesn't make it. But I love that movie.
0: Uh, I won't spoil. It. We'll talk about next episode. But Jaws, I have it in front of me here. But yeah, Jaws is actually, I believe, would be up there. I think.
1: I guess also they re-release movies so many, mm-hmm. so
0: much. So number well. one would be Gone with the Wind. I'll just quickly read it really quickly so we don't have to talk about it again. Yeah. Number one, Gone with the Wind. Number two, Star Wars A New Hope. Number three, Sound of Music. Number four, E.T. Number five, Titanic. Number six The ten, Commandants. Number seven, Jaws. Number eight, Dr. Zivago. Is that oh. how you pronounce it? Number nine, The Exorcist. And number ten, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs would be the top ten. In oh, wow. For inflation. Cool.
1: That's so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, there's Jaws, probably a few on there. Jaws, maybe, I
0: might be up there. Any
1: AT, uh, yeah, Star Wars, first Star Wars, you not, no, I'm not okay. a huge fan of that one. I like that movie, that's a good movie, but it's not mm-hmm. the
0: newest bad. movie that would be on the list adjusted for inflation. Actually, crazy is Star Wars. The, Sorry, this must be just domestic, not worldwide, but I think, oh, back then, but back yeah. then that makes sense because they wouldn't really have worldwide. Yeah. Well, we numbers.
1: should do the worldwide, like that.
0: Because Avatar is number fifteen here. The newest one on this list, number eleven, is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Actually,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, that's kind of what I was looking like. An Empire
0: is number thirteen. <laughs> what
1: money? Like the ones I'm looking, the ones that are always mentioned, is like these crate. Like, because that's worldwide. Mission Impossible Two is it's yeah. five hundred and whatever. It's worldwide. Domestic it would have only done.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you can find adjusted for inflation international all time. Right. I think it's harder because again, like. International wasn't really... I don't think they tracked it as much back then either. So it really... International didn't really become a thing until like, what, the last 20, 25 years?
1: In a major, major way. Like, things used to roll... I think it
0: would be like small it things used to roll
1: out years later sometimes in other territories yeah. yeah
0: well that's the thing too a movie would like play for three months then you, your city might not get it till three yeah. months later
1: because well they used to want to have the actors go to different places oh they
0: had to do reels too, right it wasn't like now where you can send the thing digitally that, we were talking about
1: grindhouse day. that's, that's yeah. part of yeah. the reason why that happens like that now that would all just come out in one plop
0: yeah i thought godfather godfather's number 25 jurassic park 18 anyways yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, there you go, guys. This is our "Been Our Mission Possible" series. We're going to be back next week. We're going to be covering part three and Ghost Protocol. Um, yeah, this is going to be a big month of career. Yeah, big yeah, month yeah. of Mission yeah. Possible. Uh, yeah, we, we'd love to hear your thoughts. How do you rank these films? What are your favorite set pieces? Get a hold of us. You can find us on Facebook. We have a group
2: page, like page. Just search Movie City Maniacs. You can email us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com.
0: And we're on Instagram at moviecitymaniacs. Yeah, we'll be back. On another impossible mission.
2: This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Stay scared.